Hey, happy Monday, y'all. It's the 15th of uh, January, 2024. We're about to crank up a Monday edition of the Robert Scabell Show. We got uh, Tony Lyons back on the show, and we might be talking a little bit about Bobby Kennedy and uh, censorship and who knows what else. There's books to talk about for sure. Uh, the Wuhan cover-up, we'll cover that as well. Uh, in hour two, we've got a new guest, Dr. Michael Nels. He's got a book out called The Indoctrinated Brain, How to Successfully Fend Off the Global Attack on Your Mental Freedom. Dude, yeah, we're all about that too. we got questions of the day. We've got detox dialogues. We've got a homeopathic hit of the day. We are loaded for homeopathic bear and more. But first up, ADHD meds for adults. Why? We'll get to that in a moment. Let's get this healing party started right about now. Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. Now, the voice of health, freedom, and liberty. Here's Robert Scott Bell. I don't know. Does it feel like a Monday to you? I, I guess it does. Uh, you know, I've been traveling so much lately. I almost forgot what it's like to do a show on Monday. I'm usually in the air somewhere, but I'm glad to be here in studio with you. And uh, Super Don's hanging in there, making it all go and sound good. We've got uh, first hour up. I'll just give you a heads up. Tony Lyons is back on the Robert Scabell show. He's got a a new website. It's like a super pack for Bobby Kennedy. We're going to talk about censorship of uh, Bobby Kennedy's videos, as well as uh, the book called the Wuhan cover up and more. Tony's always a great guest and appreciate him. You know, if anybody stands for freedom of speech, that guy does. Uh, so that's coming up. Also new guests coming up on hour two. Uh, he's got a book out about the indoctrinated brain <laughs> and who's indoctrinating it. So we got that happening as well. If you've got questions or comments, submit them in the chat room at robertscottbell.com slash listen or the various uh, uh, social media platforms where we're not banned. Some of you will comment there as well. We do have some great questions of the day, and we got a homeopathic hit of the day, and we also have uh, uh, detox dialogues as we've started up in the calendar year 2024. A good thing for your liver today. You're going to learn about it. But where do we start? How about uh, ADHD, or do I go back 10 years ago? Or do I repeat myself? Wait a second. No, I need this is an ADHD drugs for adults story. Why? Why? Why are adults taking methamphetamines? Methylphenidate? Really? Ritalin for, for adults too? Is bad enough for kids? Apparently, adult prescriptions for ADHD medication surged during the COVID-19 scamdemic pandemic compared to prior years. Other categories of drugs, including benzodiazepines, medications for uh, opioid use disorders, antidepressants, also uh, trending uh, flat, if, if you will, uh, compared to it. I mean, like, wait a second. You think all the drugs were going up. It's like, what is it about the ADHD drugs in that time? They, they're not sure. They're scratching their heads. It's, it's another one of those um, articles where you're like, doctors are baffled. Increasing prescriptions for ADHD medications among adults. Doctors are baffled. Doctor, you're the one writing the prescription. How are you baffled? You're writing the script. Go, uh, you know what? They're increasing because I'm writing more prescriptions for them. Now, the question is, of course, why? What is going on? 
Uh, and, and, you know, even the question is, what is attention deficit hyperactivity disorder? Used to be ADD. Remember that back in the day, if you're old enough. Uh, in my younger homeopathic years, you heard about ADD. Everybody's like, ADD, what is what are all these kids getting on this stuff for? Why, why can't they sit still and concentrate and whatever? And, you know, one of the things I brought up, especially when I realized how bad the food is in America, I'm a product of that. The first 24 years of my life, grew up on the standard American diet, fast food, pesticide-laden food, processed food, additives, colorings, flavorings, you name it, sodas instead of water. And, you know, I suffered, my health suffered because of it. And as I was uh, traveling around the country, occasionally I would be invited. And I've, I've mentioned this from time to time for you old time listeners. This is not a whiny Scotty story. <laughs> this is just a, a remembrance of going into schools to lecture, you know, going back into like high schools to talk health, you know, occasionally it would happen. It's weird. Yeah. Can you talk about natural health? Really? Okay, let's do it. And then the scary thing about those experiences, and, and maybe it's the same today, maybe it's different. It's been a while. You go in and these kids are just passed out almost on their desk, 10 in the morning. Like, they can't even lift their head. They're like, they're not functioning as kids should. What would you expect reasonably, logically even, a kid to be if you go into a school? You would expect them to be bouncing off the walls with energy because they're made to artificially sit in a chair for seven hours or whatever it is a day. And of course, those that would have that energy might be indicated to be prescribed drugs to destroy their brain. Like they hyperstimulate the nervous system to the point where it exhausts itself and it no longer functions. And you go catatonic, almost like uh, Jack Nicholson and one flew over the cuckoo's nest at the end. Of course, th that was a, a different kind of surgical procedure, but they're doing it chemically. Now for the rare child, young person that is bouncing off the walls with energy in school systems, they can't deal with that. So they decide to call it something. And, and you know, we've talked about the DSM one, two, three, four, five, and six, the diet, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, uh, diagnostic uh, manual, basic statistics manual for psychiatry. And it's their Bible to describe these various disorders that they call psychiatric disorders, none of which have a blood test, a urine test, a stool test, a saliva test, any kind of objective measure to say, oh my gosh, this kid needs. Ritalin, for instance, much less any adult. We covered the conflicts of interest of those on the, serving on the, the DSM board, so to speak, to describe these things. And what an absolute wasteland it is. What an absolute mess and corrupt mess it is. That these drugs are being prescribed to children is a crime, but now adults too. And so the question is why? And this is a new paper published in the uh, uh, JAMA Psychiatry Journal uh, researchers include the following drug categories. I mentioned the benzodiazepines for anxiety, uh, buprenorphine, opioid use disorder medications, antidepressants, stimulants, and non-stimulant ADHD medications. So what is causing it? Pandemic era factors they're considering, changes to access to medication causing disruptions in healthcare and supply. So the, the fact that they have no access to the things they were on before, now they're going to take Ritalin drugs type things, rise in telehealth services, changes in work, social and family life caused by lockdowns and quarantines, mental health issues associated with isolation. 
Yeah, there's been a lot of things that have messed us up. Now, maybe not you and me. I would like to think that. Not so much that you had healthy outlets and you didn't operate in total abject fear and terror of what had happened, but certainly our social interaction shifted, especially for our kids. But again, the adults too. How many adults, of course, went home and started working from home? How many are still doing that? And how did it alter our sense of reality that we then went to doctors or telehealth doctors and got prescribed neurological brain-altering medications? I, I can look at my experience during the COVID crazy years we, we just went through. For me, it was a time of great intensity in exercise. I joined the kickboxing gym right before it kicked in. And thankfully, the owner of the gym was not, a, what do you call it, a fear monger or, or engaged in, in uh, uh, believing all the fears. So she didn't make me wear a mask. And anybody who didn't want to wear a mask, there was no issue. There was no distancing. We still, we still did our thing. And so I actually took the time to engage physically in a way that helped me deal with the frustration with what was happening around us. Perhaps the unhealthy outlets or the non-outlets of adults was leading people to, again, choose drugs over doing something that's better for them. That is going outside and exercising or engaging in social activity, et cetera. And so we see the criminal activity of people, not just like Fauci, although that's one of the main criminals, but the entirety of the medical industrial, pharmaceutical industrial complex and its control and ownership of most Western governments on planet Earth. Resulting in what? Institutionalizing even stronger than before the idea that every symptom, emotion, is evidence of a toxicological drug, FDA-approved drug deficiency. I say toxicological because it is by definition toxic, and there really isn't a deficiency of toxins of any kind that create disease. Yep, you don't have enough toxins in your system. That's definitely a disease. We've got to take care of that. Here's a prescription for some FDA-approved toxins. That's basically it, what we're dealing with. And so the corruption of a society that had been going wrong for a long time because of our over-reliance, if you will, on allopathic pharmaceutical pseudoscience, pharmacia, sorcery, to resolve symptoms that are brought about because we live a wrong lifestyle. We eat a wrong diet. We don't have values that have actual meaning as opposed to, you know, the values that have been instilled in us to, hey, how much stuff can you collect? How many Federal Reserve notes can you get for working or stealing or whatever you got to do? And it's corrupted, I guess, the human experience to the point where we are so upset and discordant and dysfunctional that we think drugs are going to solve the problem. Because many of us, including myself, didn't know of anything called holistic medicine or herbal medicine or homeopathic medicine growing up. So every symptom was met, in fact, with a drug approved by the FDA prescribed by a licensed medical allopathic doctor. So is it a surprise that we fell prey to the disinformation coming from the likes of Anthony Fauci, CDC, FDA, World Health Organization, various administrations, including Trump when he was in president, he fell for it too. 
Interesting. Today, we'll talk with Tony Lyons a little bit more about Bobby Kennedy and his candidacy. And I I have watched him uh, grow and develop in the time I've observed him since he first began encountering parents, particularly moms, who were saying, hey, you know that mercury issue you're all about for the environment? It's happened to my kids. They're being injected with this stuff. Please look into it. And rather than run away from it, he did. And what he did was not beneficial to his career, especially as it was related to his relationships with his own family, much less all of those who embraced him as a Kennedy. And if you if you want evidence of that, look at him as he attempted to run as a Democrat, being a lifelong Democrat, the Kennedy family, Democrat royalty, if you will, in the history of the 20th century in America. And he found out that he couldn't even run as a Democrat anymore. Running as an independent. Isn't that fascinating? You know, what is his crime? The biggest crime you could say from the establishment was that he dared to question the sanctity of the sacrament within the church of pharmaceutical mysticism, otherwise known as vaccines, before there were COVID injections. And I give him a lot of props for for being willing to go where the truth took him. The facts took him. Rather than running away for convenience sake, because, hey, if I do this, there can be a lot of problems. There are even apparently problems. You know, we talked about some of the things that he would say and his wife would go, hey, I don't even agree with that. You know, these are interpersonal issues. I've been married for almost 30 years now. It's going to happen. But for the most part, you want to see a unified front in that regard. And even that was at least at least temporarily challenged because of the third rail of pharmaceutical medical politics, vaccinology. But now we've got more and more medical doctors, professional health professionals of the allopathic variety, PhDs, et cetera, looking at the entirety of the vaccine schedule and going, dude, that's messed up. There really, there weren't any double blind placebo controlled studies. And, you know, the docs used to say, well, we don't need to do them. In fact, it'd be irresponsible and unethical to do them. How you withhold the, the magic wonders of, of vaccines, which are beyond reproach. You couldn't challenge them. You couldn't ask questions about them. Maybe that's another aspect of why ADHD medicines are so prevalent and popular now, because people are being confronted with their own cognitive dissonance over many issues, including the left-right Hegelian dialectic in the body politic, Republicans versus Democrats. Is there a lot of difference between them? Not always. Many cases, not. Or the role reversal of the warmongers being primarily Democrat Party. That's just wild. Was there really, uh, you know, a profound principled stance on that issue or any issue? And so people are lost. And when they're lost, what do they seek for? The easiest things, the things that are covered by insurance, right? As I talk to people about, hey, you know what? You ought to eat organic food. No, that's inconvenient and expensive. How about, uh, hey, this herb instead of, you know, this thing that you're taking the drug for. How about this? You know, like, no, but that's not covered by insurance. Like, dude, man, we are directing our behavior, directing all toward a pharmacological reality that is destroying what? The gut microbiome and the, the gut brain connection, the production of neurotransmitters, the production of endocrine compounds, hormones, et cetera, creating a scenario where we look to the allopathic community or a significant portion of us still, maybe not so much in this audience, to correct a chemical imbalance that has never been validated as even existing. As I speak, I don't have a definitive answer as to why more adults are taking ADHD meds, but I can speculate, as can my guest this hour, Tony Lyons. He's doing incredible work and has for many, many years. 
with his publishing companies, put out books no one else will put out. And I appreciate him so much for standing up for the defense of all the freedom of speech, especially speech in which with which we don't agree. And that's, you know, that's really the commitment. Are you committed to free speech or not? Find out what you support in terms of defend, even if you disagree with it. Here's the latest book or, that we're going to talk about today, The Wuhan Cover-Up and the Terrifying Bioweapons Arms Race by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And uh, Children's Health Defense put it out as well. Um, there's more to talk about with Tony. There's always more than I can talk about with Tony Lines. But welcome back to the Robert Scott Bell Show, Tony. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's good to see you, my friend. I, I, I You're not on. I, look, it's a personal question. I just don't think you are. The ADHD medicate. You're an adult. Aren't you on ADHD drugs? Come on. No, you know, if I wanted to be controlled and if I wanted people to be able to shut me up easily, I would take all of them. <laughs> right? That's the thing. The chemical castration of our ability to think clearly and then act on the information that we clearly see. There's something wrong. And if we drug ourselves out of the difficulty of living in cognitive dissonance, maybe then we could survive by putting her head back in, you know, the sand and pretending everything's all right. We know not everything is all right. And I think that's why on one of the subject matters, we'll talk about why Bobby Kennedy probably decided to run for president. He said, things are going wrong here and uh, maybe I can help. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, Bobby Kennedy brought something like 500 lawsuits over 40 years where he was, you know, suing big pharmaceutical companies uh, suing big chemical companies, big plastics companies, pesticides, all of these people, you know, all of these companies to protect the public and then suing government agencies who were failing to regulate these country, you know, these companies and failing to protect the public. And for that, you know, his his uh, reward for doing that was that he got vilified, he got hit pieces in all the major newspapers. So what people ought to think about is, you know, what would happen if you go up and, and you fight these trillion dollar companies that control our country? What do you think's gonna happen? Every one of them has a PR branch. Every right. government agency has a PR branch. What do you think those places are gonna do? Tony, you bring up public relations, and it's fascinating, as I learned, uh, going from an allopathic upbringing, medically oriented, to becoming a homeopath, and then realizing that the deck was stacked against me to speak out just, you know, as I brought entered broadcast media in 1999, and this is the 25th year in broadcast media, realizing at one point that that which we call broadcast news that began evolved uh, into or devolved into the 24-hour news networks, much of their editorializing and news coverage was actually coming from like Madison Avenue public relations firms, delivering them the news, writing the news for them, giving them B-roll video that we, they would present as actual independent news. And most Americans still are not aware of how much those, let's say, entities, news entities with. I think Bobby Kennedy has also pointed this out. 50, 60, 70 percent of the, the, the advertisers on those programs are pharmaceutical. And he's revealed interesting discussions he's had with people behind the scenes about that. Right. Yeah, it is. It is fascinating because, you know, you're going to talk to Dr. Niels later on on the question of how our brains have become indoctrinated. But, you know, you know, the idea when you think about Bobby Kennedy is what if everything you've heard in newspapers in magazines, on websites, on, you know, big tech platforms, on television shows, what if every bit of it is a lie? 
and you've been manipulated to think that he's this dangerous guy, whereas in fact he's somebody who's dedicated his life to protecting the public. Well, what if what if everything you've been told is a lie? And I think a lot of people are coming to that conclusion. The question is, how do you manage such a shocking revelation? Now, for many of us, and I think including you, you've seen so many wide varieties of viewpoints and you've published them, you know, so that you're exposed to a lot of differing information that maybe you're you're used to it. Let's say it's not it's not a, a you know, oh my gosh, I got to go under hide under the covers. This is just too much. And there was a time when I started learning about this back in the 90s, I believe it was early 1990s where I was just shocked by the world that I thought I knew and I started looking below the surface because of my health challenges and then I realized all of these institutions were not worthy of trust. In fact, they were directly deceptive, not inadvertently, even though many doctors didn't know they were just following orders. And we've learned that a lot through COVID. So it is maybe one of the explanations as I open up today's show is why are so many adults on medications? It's too shocking. It's too, too difficult to see reality as we've come to know it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think that it is scary to sort of look at this world where we've been programmed to be afraid all the time. And, and we've been controlled through this use of fear tactics. And so I think that, you know, both of the major candidates, you know, Trump and Biden have talked a lot about the, the, the dangers in the world and, and all the bad things that are, that are going on. Biden talks, you know, says that he wants to protect us from, you know, uh, authoritarian uh, trends and and that he's going to help us get our freedom back. But but much of what he's actually done is take our freedom from us in all kinds of ways, whereas somebody like Bobby Kennedy, who he says is dangerous, is actually somebody who's trying to protect all of our freedoms. And so, you know, people go on to to drugs because they're lied to all the time. They don't know what's really going on in the world. It's all scary. It's confusing. And they're looking for some, some way out. Yeah. I, man, I tell you, it's, it's about a grand disillusionment and we all must go through it to get to the other side. And then the question is, what do we do with it? As you, you know, many people will say, it's just too much. I'm going to take the medication and just pull the lever for, you know, Biden again. Right. But, you know, if you've been a lifelong Democrat, kudos to Bobby for going, yeah, I'm a lifelong Democrat, but it, it's no longer aligned with, as he says, his principles in that regard. And in many cases, I've seen he's become more liberty oriented than much of, well, I think it's an understatement to say this of the current democratic establishment. Mm. Uh, and in some cases he's strayed to what's become more Republican in terms of how Republicans view things, although not everything's identical in that regard. So uh, the, I, the idea of uh, going independent, it is difficult as far as the road to not go through the establishment parties. I bring this up uh, with the experience of Ron Paul running as a Republican, but clearly being a liberty loving constitutional uh, uh, libertarian guy kind of guy. And the Republican party ultimately would not let him <laughs> continue much like the Democrats clearly were going to sabotage Bobby Kennedy. So the decision to go independent, I don't think was the easiest road to go. He might've decided to, to fight through uh, again, some of these uh, traditional parties. Well, maybe, but the Democratic Party made it really clear that there was no way they were going to let him win, that there was just no chance. I mean, they were passing all of these crazy rules where they were saying that, you know, if he campaigns in New Hampshire, they're going to take 
votes from him in Georgia or South Carolina. And that was just sort of the start of it, that they were going to put him through all the kinds of things and much more that they mm-hmm. did to Bernie Sanders. And he saw it coming. It was very clear that, you know, they were going to make it impossible for him to beat Biden there, whereas he was really surging in in the polls. I mean, he was up to 27 percent of Democrats, starting from like 8 percent. So he was getting through to a lot of people, but they were never going to let him win. And he wanted to make sure that he got on the stage so that the American people could kind of make a decision themselves. And the only way he could do that was to get outside of the two traditional political parties. Well, and strategically, uh, you're not going to have the automatic money that comes from those two establishment parties if you become the anointed one or fight your way up to the top. As you point out, they weren't even going to let him. And he saw that earlier on. Um, You know, when I talk about the Ron Paul experience, he wasn't naive, but at the same time, uh, what evolved all the way to the the eventual we're not going to let you. It's like, I think we all learned something from that, that these two parties are completely monstrously in control of who they select. Then you get to vote for, right? It's not about an election. It's about their selection process. Sure. But there are a lot of people in this country who are, who are seeing through all of these games. So, you know, there, there are a lot of places that are, you know, lots of people who are not watching mainstream TV who have given up on it. Um, you know, so you see, you know, Joe, Joe Rogan or Tucker Carlson getting, you know, 15 million views or 40 million views. You know, that's not happening in the mainstream at all. And places like The Washington Post are laying off people and, and they're laying off people because people don't trust them anymore. They they recognize that when it comes to science, when it comes to foreign policy, when it when it comes to almost anything, they're just reading press statements coming from government agencies. So this is not real news anymore. And you have to come to a show like this to get real news, to get real thinking about what's going on in the world. Well, and it's it's such a, 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 I think, a valuable thing. I wish I had access to this kind of show when I was growing up. We'd have been different, much like I tried to you know, teach my kids about the various viewpoints on, uh, on the world so that they are not robots to anybody's perspectives or opinions even, that they have an ability to think critically. And I think that in many cases, the establishment of both parties do not want you to think critically. They want you to react emotionally because we know through, for instance, fear-mongering, one of the most powerful tools to motivate people to do something or not do something. And I don't know, you know, yes, I acknowledge there are scary things in the world, but that's always the case. The question is, do you lead with that or do you lead with, hey, man, we can get beyond the fear and the the differences between us and find out the things that bring us together that we have alignment on are much greater than the things that we would be frightened of. Right, right. Like people are sort of sold on the idea that the world is such a scary place that they should give away all of their freedom to get better protection from all these dangerous things. But the truth is that if you think about it, the scariest thing that can happen to you is that you can lose your freedom. I mean, what can be more scary than that? You know, your freedom to choose for yourself, to think for yourself, to decide what you say, what you read, what you watch, what you put into your body. I mean, all of these kinds of freedoms, you know, that's what really matters. That's what makes us you know, people in this world rather than just a robot. So besides the publishing uh, business that you have, you've elected to help start, I think it's a super PAC that you're working on. Yeah, it's called 
American Values 2024. And we've we've raised, uh, you know, some somewhere over twenty five million dollars, uh, which I think is a great sign. And, and much of this money came when I called up donors and I told them stories about things people were doing to stifle democracy. So things like they've done to Donald Trump, taking him off the ballot in two states, trying to take him off the ballot in lots of states. But what you saw even in, in that case you know, the real judge of character is when somebody does something on principle, even if it doesn't help them. So Bobby Kennedy came right out and he said that what Colorado and Maine did to take Donald Trump off the ballot was wrong. It was un-American and that people ought to want to hear ideas and policies and not be told, you know, what to do, what to think, who to vote for. So, you know, what I've really thought is that these donors are seeing that they want to donate money to help democracy, you know, and they they want to get somebody like Bobby Kennedy on the stage with Joe Biden and Donald Trump so that the American people can actually decide who they want to be their president. And like you said before, you know, not have that just chosen for them. Right. Right. Yeah. So you can have an election, not a selection. Uh, you know, the the. I've got a, a bias myself and I will acknowledge it. And I want to talk with you about this, Tony, and maybe it's advice. Maybe it's not for Bobby Kennedy, but it annoys me to no end. And this isn't true just to Bobby, but any of the candidates, Republican, Democrat, otherwise pointing always at democracy, 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 democracy. It's like beating this democracy horse to the point where, okay, there are elements of democratic principles and voting and et cetera in our country and our culture. But if we don't, know the origin of our country even to know the form of government that we have been left with i think that's a disservice as well i know it's a vernacular term we just use the term but i'm a stickler bobby kennedy's a lawyer he knows that in, if he goes into court and he uses a word wrong with a to me i'm just i'm i'm, I'm venting right now tony for whatever it's worth Stop with the democracy all the time and recognize we are a Republican form of government. That's not Republican Party, but a form that it's elected. Yes, representatives we have. But this idea that democracy is a superior form of 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 government, because as a homeopath, I know what democracy is. It's two oncologists and a homeopath voting on how to treat your cancer. Do you want that? Democracy, majority rule, mob rule. No, that's not good. There are elements of voting that are fine. But, dude. I'm just saying, just venting right now, Tony, for whatever it's worth. Sure, sure. No, I, I, uh, I, I get that. And but my my feeling there is that you want to have access to information, and you know that's a democratic principle that all of these people who are sort of you know telling us that they're going to pr protect us, like I said before, you know they're the people taking all of our rights from us. So when Bobby Kennedy wrote his book, you know the real Anthony Fauci. And and the government said, oh, he's this dangerous guy writing this book that says all of these things that contradict us. He's anti-science. Um, you know, people shouldn't read it. Uh, it shouldn't be on t TV shows. Nobody should write about it. Let's just give him radio silence. Let's let's deplatform him, take him off every big tech platform. Uh, don't let him advertise. Let's just, you know, kill him by silence. And, you know. Those people were calling him anti-science, but you know, science for me and and real science is being open to any ideas mm -hmm. and letting people make the the argument. And if you don't do that, that's not science. That's fascism. 
where sure. the government is just going to tell you what to do and what's best for you. And my feeling is even if they're right. So I don't think that they've been right for a very long time. And there's so many things that I'm convinced that they're wrong about where they're really harming the public while they're claiming to try to protect it. But even if they were right, I still want to make the choice, the decision for myself about mm -hmm. what to do with my life. And I want to make it based on being able to hear dissenting opinions. And if you can't do that, it's not a democracy. It's not a constitutional republic. Mm -hmm. It's nothing like that. It's no different than any of these terrible fascist communist countries that we all hear about and and say that that we're scared of. Then we're yeah. actually living in that. Well, the tyranny of democracy coming back to it is like if the majority believes something to be the case, 51 percent, 49 percent are screwed. Like with modern medicine, it has its place, but it doesn't belong everywhere for all people always. No, but the majority have believed that is the only path because we've been programmed in the 20th century in particular to forget anything about our history and natural medicine. And, you know, when we talk about uh, policy, whether it be health policy, public health policy, et cetera, when in our, well, I say recent government history, whether it's controlled by Republicans or Democrats, have homeopaths and herbalists and naturopaths and chiropractors been invited to the table and say, hey, you're wrong about what you're saying here. You know, let's have a democratic debate, if you will. And so in, you know, a democracy doesn't guarantee if the majority believe in allopathic medicine to the exclusion of all else. This is where I go the danger of this majority rule concept, which is the essence of democracy, not just the idea that we should have voices in democracy. It doesn't necessarily fit the definition automatically. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think that that um, that it almost becomes a revolutionary act to to kind of stand out and say things that most of the viewing public has just heard is dangerous, is a lie, is is going to kill you. Mm -hmm. And so there have been so many people who have come out in the last couple of years, and, and Bobby Kennedy's really been one of them. And he's kind of this, this folk hero who was willing to do all of these things that made his own life harder. So he, he came out and he said things that he knew he was going to get penalized for. Mm -hmm. So that, that wasn't shocking to him. He was doing it because he was brave, because he has these kinds of qualities that people can't train for, that you can't hire somebody to you know, make you look in a, in a certain way and fix your hair and change your, your dress code. You know, he, he has these qualities of integrity and authenticity that you just don't see in politicians now. And that, I think, is what's going to come through in the next, you know, 10 to 12 months, you know, that people are really going to see that when they hear him, they think to themselves, hey, wait a second, isn't he this crazy guy who's, you know, got all of these conspiracy theories, you know, shouldn't, shouldn't we be afraid of him? And the answer is, it's all twisted up. And you should be afraid of the government. You should be afraid of these oppressive authoritarian companies that are trying to control everything you do. Yeah. Well, I see in him uh, a real great example of someone who w is willing to investigate that which is uncomfortable uh, with integrity and, and then to come out and go, you know what, I read this and I didn't think it was that, but it changed my mind. And his willingness to say, I don't know the answer to that, but I'll look into it is not just to put you off, but he genuinely is interested in digging deep to find out what are the facts. Uh, and so that 
even if you have disagreements, you acknowledge that he's not just going off on a slogan or, you know, a, a, a script. But he's really talking from his perspective of what he knows and what he believes. And if he's confronted by something that doesn't fit it, he, he doesn't necessarily reject it outright unless he has evidence to show to do so. But for the most part, he's like, oh, I haven't looked into that. And I respect that immensely. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I saw him, you know, go to the border with certain policies that weren't too far from Biden's policies, you know, sort of thinking that. Um, that that having a very loose border was probably the right policy. Uh, that most of the people coming in were uh, Mexican people trying to work hard who were being persecuted, or or some kind of story like that. And then when he went to the border, he saw that the whole situation there was a lot different than what he thought. That there were people coming from all around the world. They were. Chinese people, people from the Middle East, people from Africa, that that there was just this open border where people who we didn't know anything about were coming in, flying to Mexico City from all around the world and coming into the United States, and that that was just a bad plan. And so he got from his early thoughts to a point where he recently said that, you know, as president, he would um, right away... um, close the border down, even if it meant bringing in the, the, you know, U.S. military. All right. Hey, Super Don, I don't know what happened, the visual on the, on the, uh, with Tony, I don't see him at the moment, but I still can hear him just fine. But yeah, I mean, the border issue is fascinating because, uh, to, to say you're for America and yet you have a border that allows anybody in unchallenged, just like, hey, why are you here? Uh, you know, are you here to, to hurt us? Are you, what are you here for? Uh, every other nation on planet Earth has border policies that say, you know what, if if we think you're here to do us harm, you ain't getting in. And how is it supposed to be xenophobic or, or you know, anti whatever you want to call somebody racist for not wanting open borders? I mean, this to me is uh, the rhetoric of someone who has no intellectual integrity. When we talk about Biden, the Biden administration or anybody arguing for open borders, this is a disaster if there ever has been been one. Yeah, but the point is there that, that, like you said, Bobby Kennedy is willing to do the kinds of things that other politicians just aren't doing now, that they just have, have slogans, they have talking points, and that's all that they do. But, I, but I've seen him on, on three-hour podcasts where you know he, he came on and he was willing to think through anything by himself, to, to, to listen to new information, to listen to people's arguments and try to decide what he thought was, you know, really the right thing to do. So I think that we do need to have a president who can think things through. You know, the world is changing really, really quickly. And, you know, so to have somebody who doesn't work for any of these big companies, who, you know, isn't controlled, who's not captured, and who's open to ideas, I mean, that I think would be revolutionary for this country. And I think that people who hear him talk on shows like this, on podcasts, on radio shows, you know, not, not that he gets on to TV shows, but the, but the younger people um, are really being convinced by him. And, and there was a recent poll that was a New York Times sponsored poll um, that, that basically uh, showed that if the only people who could vote in this country were people who were under 45 years old, Bobby Kennedy would beat both Donald Trump and Joe Biden by a lot. Well, I think if you let the guy speak and you listen to him with critical thinking and engage, you're, 
you're you're not seeing that which the mainstream media is proclaiming him to be. And, you know, I've met him a few times. He's been on the show a couple of times. I'd like to get him on again, Tony, if it's possible, to talk about the evolution of his candidacy. I think it's an important uh, part of it. And, of course, his support of one of our fundamental uh, policy uh, initiatives, which would be health and medical freedom, the ability to uh, engage in seeing someone that you want to see to get help, you know, for your health. And that would be, again, opening wide the freedom of all kinds of healthcare providers like the history of America has embraced before the Flexen Report of 1910 on forward. Uh, and I think that would be something to speak on. That would be, again, a radical departure from policies of both Democrats and Republicans. Although right now, I would say if I talk to a Republican about it, they're very much uh, you know, supportive of it, even if they never considered it, versus the Democrats are just in shock that you want uh, other forms of uh, public health policy based on, uh, let's say, perspectives that have not been uh, coming out of Harvard think tanks. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that that's what the country obviously really needs. And that's what I think voters you know, want. And what you've seen is that, you know, there's some really great polling. I mean, there was one poll that came out that said that 60 percent of the people in the country would prefer to have a different candidate than uh, Biden or Trump, and that they don't care whether it's a third party or who it is, that they just want somebody who's outside of of this mainstream trap, you know, somebody who's not controlled, somebody who's open to really thinking things through. And I think that that they're going to see that that person is Bobby Kennedy and that, you know, when it comes down to it, that they they recognize that there are all these games going on. They they see in the news that, you know, Bobby Kennedy is is the first candidate uh, in the last 50 years who hasn't gotten protection from the government when he's polling at, you know, 24 percent. You know, he's got 35 or 40 million people who want to vote for him. And, you know, he's had actual threats. People have tried to climb into his house. People have, uh, you know, brought guns to uh, big events, uh, but he can't get government protection. And they realize that, the entire system is just politicized that, you know, the Democratic Party goes and hires this uh, gigantic law firm to contest his ballot access in every state. So they're paying this firm millions of dollars to try to keep Bobby Kennedy off the ballot. And I think, you know, the American public wants a fair election and they want to be, you know, convinced by somebody's arguments, their ideas, their policies. And, you know, they wonder, why is Biden so afraid of Bobby Kennedy? Why is Donald Trump afraid of Bobby Kennedy? And the answer seems pretty clear. Well, I'd, I'd love to see uh, an actual debate occur. That's a debate. Uh, I don't know if it'll happen. I don't know that Biden could engage in any kind of intellectual uh, let's say, uh, discussion without a script. And even when he's on script and has a teleprompter, it's rough. Uh, of course, Trump can go off without a script, no problem. I think it would be a, a lively discussion. There might be ad hominem attacks because Trump is known for that, but it seems like Bobby's trying to take the high road in, in regards to, uh, uh, you know, how do we engage on the issues perhaps, uh, which would be fun to see and fun to watch. Is there a potential that uh, the, the 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 commission on debates, which has a monopoly as well, would allow Bobby Kennedy to be part of the debates based on his polling numbers. I think that they're going to have to, but I I mean I I would love to see Bobby Kennedy debate Donald Trump. Uh, there is something sort of sad in the prospect of seeing Bobby Kennedy and Donald Trump 
debating Joe Biden. Um, you know, sort of sad for the country in the sense that Joe Biden just isn't up to it. I mean, we all know that. We all know that he can't really debate anybody. Um, he didn't really do it in 2020. Much of it was kind of cringeworthy. Yeah. And, you know, we've got to be able to find better people in this country. And I think that, you know, I'm clearly biased, but I clearly believe and sincerely believe that Bobby Kennedy is the first really honest, really sincere, genuine, trustworthy candidate in a generation. And that it's just a question of kind of getting through all of the lies and the propaganda. And mm -hmm. that if people can do that, they're going to see what they have in front of them, which is, you know, something really hopeful, something positive, somebody who can really help them lead better, healthier lives. Well, I, I'd, I'd encourage them to continue to engage in the new media, where I think a lot of this is moving. Uh, obviously, he's not getting many invitations from old media, uh, but let him know if you're in touch with him that we'd love to have him back on the show. It's been a while. Talk about some of the evolution of his campaign, uh, the shifting perspectives on what he's learned since that time, and uh, let the folks hear from him directly. So uh, just let me know, Tony, if we can follow up on that. And I appreciate all that you do with not only with Skyhorse, but of course, what you're doing now with the Super PAC. I think we have it linked in the show notes, av24.com. Org. It says for American Values 2024, AV24.org, for those that want to plug into that. And uh, that's pretty nice. I've heard the, the donations are pretty impressive. And you're going to need a lot of that to uh, address presidential politics with all the money that goes into that. Yeah, we're, we're definitely up against, you know, uh, forces that have billions of dollars. But, you know, Bobby Kennedy is a great speaker. He's great on, on all these podcasts. So, you know, Biden has to advertise you know, because he he can't just get on a podcast and talk. So, you know, that costs much more money. So I think that the money that, that Bobby Kennedy gets in and the money that our PAC gets in is going to be really well used to get him on the ballot, to make infomercials that will tell people the truth about how he's lived his life and how he would help them as president. All right, Tony, appreciate you very much. And uh, thank you for all that you do in publishing for the sake of freedom of speech, uh, all that you do. I think it is uh, the high American ideal. And as I pointed out, it isn't about, you know, they they didn't write the First Amendment into the Constitution to protect speech that everybody agreed with or that was popular. It was quite the opposite. And, uh, you know, as we've seen with Bobby Kennedy, he's been speaking some things that aren't exactly popular with the power structure and we appreciate that and support that as well so thanks uh, tony for being on board again yeah thanks so much for having me on all right talk to you again soon tony lyons on the robert scott bell show and we have linked up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com if you want to follow up on on that i haven't made an official endorsement for anybody for president yet but uh if it matters to you i'm reviewing we know it's not Biden. Okay, I'll say that. That's obvious. Duh. <laughs> but we'll see where it goes and uh, trying to maintain an open mind. And also, I recognize for new listeners and viewers that having a Bobby Kennedy uh, or Trump, or even as I point out, the last candidate I was super excited with without avail, to no avail, uh, or what would be the right word to say? It's a Monday. I'm trying to get words out. But, uh, you know, of course, going back to the Ron Paul years when he ran. Uh, was quite extraordinary, a man of great integrity and, and constitutional fealty. So uh, we don't have that today, even with all of these candidates. But, you know, look at where we're at and you got to figure out what to do. And in addition to if you decide to vote for president or anything else, remember, that's only one small fraction of what you can do to restore freedom in America. 
And the number one thing you or I could do is defend that freedom in interpersonally. You defending it, defending it, your family from the largesse, from the uh, uh, aggressive nature of government grown beyond a constitutional bind or bounds. And that is a big part of what I think will succeed beyond even any voting. And again, I don't, I'm not yelling at people who want to vote or don't want to vote. I believe in freedom so much. You got to follow your bliss. But the point is I'm going to engage in discussions on these various topics from time to time to give you some things to consider or think about. And I do appreciate Tony Lyons and all that he's doing. So we have questions of the day. We have a homeopathic hit of the day. What do we start with here first, Super Don? You tell me and we'll go with it. Ah, question of the day. All right. It's coming through. I don't know who it's from or what it says. But if I can see it, I'll tell you. Ah, there it is, Joan. Hello, Joan. She says, Happy New Year. Has the Aloe Silver Protocol been updated recently? I know you had mentioned in the past there were some things you wanted to add. Thank you, Joan. All right, Joan, that's a great reminder for me. Uh, you know, it's kind of like the squeaky wheel scenario. I have been meaning to update the Silver Aloe Gut Recovery Protocol chapter in Unlock the Power to Heal. And by the way, that is still available for everybody to download for free and read at robertscatbell.com. We don't even ask that you sign up for the newsletter. I hope that you do. I wish that you would. Uh, and if you haven't, you can text my initials RSB to the number 66866, by the way. Very simple. Just send RSB to double six, eight, six, six, and you'll be prompted to enter your email address. Uh, there it is. And, and uh, to get started, become a newsletter subscriber for free. Uh, but beyond that, this free chapter still has valuable information. There's nothing necessarily wrong with it, but I would like to update it with some things because there have been some things that regards to some of the supplements or the forms, et cetera, that aren't maybe available in the same way they were before. So, Joan, that's on my to-do list. Super Don has been put on notice for me as well that I've got to update that chapter. But you can still download and utilize the basic information. And if you have questions about the protocol, I'm happy to cover it here or in my Zoom AMA that we do once a month for our Patreon supporters where you can ask great detailed questions that I can't really go public with sometimes. And you'll have access to me via Zoom once a month. And we do have that coming up. Let me see. The it's a Wednesday this month. I think we're doing the 24th of January, Wednesday at seven o'clock Eastern, four o'clock Pacific. So you want to become a, a super supporter of the Robert Scott Bell show by signing on to Patreon and you'll have access to beyond our show. Now with that, again, planting the seed to update the information, modify it a little bit, but you can still get the essence of it. It's still just as good as the day I wrote it. Uh, it will help you recover the gut, the, the, uh, the liver has helped, the pancreas has helped all of that through that information. Silver Aloe Gut Recovery Protocol, utilizing the bioactive silver hydrosol, usually sovereign silver, but for more intense cases, the Argentin 23 and the organic certified organic or organic equivalent quality of aloe vera juice, whether you get it from Stockton Aloe 1 at aloe1aloe1.com or otherwise, uh, plug in. So let's uh, dive into the homeopathic hit of the day. Playing all of the homeopathic hits every day, right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. 
All right, the homeopathic hit of the day is Cedron, C-E-D-R-O-N. Uh, I want to thank Trinity School of Natural Health, Nutritional Frontiers, Foley MPX for being supporters of the show that give us the opportunity to make these homeopathic hits possible for you. This Cedron is uh, a remedy that I haven't used a lot. Again, we're going to eventually come to those things as we've done, I don't know how many now, between 50 and 100. Uh, there are many more to go, but this is an interesting remedy. It crosses over into others uh, that you've heard me discuss. So we have the PDF of available for you and it's downloadable for free at robertscottbell.com with each day's show notes and the entire video segment available to you if you're a patron supporter after the show this is a remedy often considered for neuralgic pains periodic symptoms i'll explain what that means it doesn't mean a menstrual period it could be but not necessarily and i will say fever issues so this Cedron, a homeopathic remedy often used for fever and malaria, along with neuralgic pains and conditions with periodic or repetitive symptoms. They come back at the same time each day or each week, that kind of thing. So let's go into this. It's derived from the seeds of the Simaruba ferroginia. This is a this is a hard one to say in terms of Latin. Ferroginia plant, commonly known as rattlesnake bean. In homeopathy, and this is so rare, Superdon had trouble finding images of it. That's wild. In homeopathy, it's used in its highly diluted form, of course, focusing on its potential to treat these neuralgic pains and symptoms and fevers that have a periodic re recurrence, so to speak. Key characteristics in the physical realm, Cedron is known for its effectiveness in treating neuralgic pain, especially when uh, they're intense and have a periodic occurrence, such as migraines that repeat often and, uh, you know, almost on a schedule. And this is also indicated in the cases, certain cases of eye pain and certain types of fever that's similar or mimic malaria, interestingly enough. There may be a general state when we talk about the mind of agitation associated with the physical discomforts that are also treated by this homeopathic remedy. Neuralgic pains, primarily, for, uh, you know, when you have intense and periodic pattern of emergence, periodic symptoms, where these symptoms recur at regular intervals like migraines or even fevers that recur and eye pain indicated for uh, associated with neuralgic conditions and headaches. So as we continue on with this homeopathic hit of the day, we'll look at those uh, primary uses once again. You see them, neuralgic pains, periodic symptoms, and eye pain. Scroll down below that, and we'll get to the potencies. 6X, 12X, 12C, 30C. I tend to defer first to lower potencies more frequently. Then if that's not helpful enough, then you can go to higher potencies, less frequency. Uh, but work with a homeopath if you have access to that in those cases. Some complementary remedies to consider. Spigelia. This is one that I often use because I had a history of headaches back in the day before I was detoxified and much cleaner than uh, I was in the early stages of my recovery. So I would have headaches and spigelia would often be used for me, but it's also used alongside Shedron for neuralgic pains, especially if they're concentrated around the eyes or face. Gelsemium. We've talked about the yellow jasmine for headaches, migraines, dizziness, heaviness, and also neuralgic pains. I add in here cinchona, which was the original homeopathic fever remedy for malaria that might be indicated when you see this Cedron pop up. And also phosphorus, my favorite systemic fever and inflammation remedy in homeopathy. Now, Cedron as a homeopathic form, it's perfectly fine and safe. There's no issue. There's no toxicity. But remember, if you're doing self-diagnosis and self-prescription, please make sure it's mild enough where you're not going to get into trouble. And if symptoms worsen or persist, seek out the help that you need. So as we wrap up this homeopathic hit on Cedron, 
Cedron, valuable homeopathic remedy, particularly effective for treating neuralgic pains, conditions with periodic symptoms, along with fever manifestations. So if you would, please keep tuning into the Robert Scott Bell Show for these homeopathic hits. They're not all intensive and exhaustive, but they'll open the world to you as far as remedies that may be helpful to you that you never heard of, never would have known otherwise. Remember, this is not to replace your doctor if you have one or want one, but it's designed to give you education and information so you can make fully informed decisions about the health care that you want to provide for yourself, your family, and maybe even others. And that's what we believe in, health, freedom, and healing liberty here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. So as we wrap up our one, we're going to be joined by our friends at Brideon.tv. We do our second hour on Monday show as a simulcast. And we have a, a new guest scheduled I'll talk about in a moment that'll get into the indoctrinated brain and how it got there and how you can protect yourself against it. Also have more questions of the day and the new thing in 2024 are the detox dialogues. We got another great substance, supplemental herbal substance to help you on your path to detoxification. So that's coming up as well. Remember, robertscottbell.com, sign up for the newsletter and we'll keep this healing party going as long as you're with me. Three, two, one, here we go. Welcome, everybody, joining us on our simulcast with Brideon, Brideon.tv. Thanks to our good buddy, Mike Adams, the health ranger, the Robert Scott Bell Show on two hours a day, five days a week live with an additional hour on Sundays, our Sunday conversation. If you missed it, Leslie, a good gazelle. She was great. We had a great heart-to-heart conversation. You'll love those as well. Uh, but our second hour of our Monday show is broadcast simultaneous through Brideon. If you haven't plugged in, we also have a banner at robertscottbell.com that'll take you to the Health Ranger store where you can get a lot of great supplements that we use and support. And that will also support the efforts of those at Brideon.tv to defend what? Free speech. We need more of that. We absolutely need more of that. This hour, we've got a special new guest we're going to be talking to, and that is Dr. Michael Nels in his book, The Indoctrinated Brain, How to Successfully Fend Off the Global Attack on Your Mental Freedom. With that, we'll be back in just a moment. Remember, the power to heal is yours. All right, back at it on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Thank you for being here and supporting health, freedom, and healing liberty. we got so much to cover, and uh, even two hours a day is not enough time, but we'll do the best we can, uh, including answering your questions of the day, which you submit very often at our website at robertscottbell.com. You can also call in and leave a message on our voicemail at uh, 866-939-2355, 866-939-BELL. Uh, just let us know if you want to remain anonymous. Of course, we don't want to reveal you if you don't, but we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we do have a question of the day coming in. I want to get to right away up front. This is also, this is from Hannah. Uh, and that's going to lead into the detox dialogues later, but hello, RSB. I would like to order things from nutritional frontiers, but I'm abroad and do not have a practitioner affiliate ID. Is there a way for me to Oh no, 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 no. Hold what? on there. What? We got I just need to, to interrupt what? here. Um, what? Hannah, listen, uh, we appreciate you as a listener. Yeah, but there's no no need to degrade yourself and call yourself abroad. I mean, we don't <laughs> use that kind of language that? on this show. It's just, I, I totally missed that. How did you pick she, that she up? That. See that? She says, she says uh, is there a I'm way for abroad. me to still purchase no. things without this? Yeah, she's abroad and I'm, not. 
That no, 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 no. She it's abroad. One word. She's abroad. That means she's like outside of the country. She's oh. she's not saying she's abroad. Oh, what is, wait, wait, right. Dude, okay. All right. What? My bad. My bad. Did, Never mind. Carry on. Go ahead. Just so you know, Super Don has gone all organic for 2024. And I'm thinking the clarity with which he's, his brain is working <laughs> is I can't. It's unstoppable. I can't keep up with it. And uh, I see what he I see what he did there. But yes, no, she's abroad. She's not in the United States. Thank you, Super Don, for that. Uh, but um, if you are a healthcare provider, a practitioner, Nutritional Frontiers, you know, Jamie Dorley, Christine Glein and the, and the crew, they're amazing and putting out just the, the most wonderful formulas, including the certified organic U.S. grown CBD hemp that I that I love to use. In addition, the NRDMG that counteracts the glyphosate, as well as the super creatine, which has got me, you know, putting on muscle mass, lean muscle mass extraordinarily, even without doing bodybuilding stuff. Uh, but you, if you are a healthcare provider, you could submit that and you'll have the access to develop a wholesale professional relationship with Nutritional Frontiers. Uh, but if you're a lay person like a lot in the audience are, you just you order and use the code RSB. 15 when you order RSB 15 and you can get a discount 15% including off of sale items you know they're already on sale they might be 15% off they might be 20 25% off you could, you could take an extra 15% off of that how cool is that so the question is though where are you abroad Hannah how far afield are you and can they ship to you you can certainly order the question is I would reach out to Nutritional Frontiers. If you go to nutritionalfrontiers.com, there's a contact us link. Just click it, send them an email and say, hey, I'm a listener to the show. We want to order and this is where I am. Is it possible that you can ship to us? But you can still take advantage of the discount or set up that wholesale professional account if you have that as well. And uh, Hannah, I appreciate that, uh, you bringing that up. And uh, great question. And as always, I want to get you the best products, access them. I don't sell anything here. We don't. I, I want to be able to speak freely, honestly, openly, directly about what I believe, what I've investigated, what I, you know, I've even had scientifically validated. But in America, we don't have freedom of speech when it comes to health and natural health in particular. As you find out, if you've identified, for instance, that selenium is the number one mineral to protect you from cancer, many cancers, you could say that. You can even have it, it is validated in the peer-reviewed medical literature, but the moment you tie it to a product that has selenium in it, the FDA and the FTC will come and attack you. Even though Jonathan Emord, who's running for the United States Senate in Virginia to defeat Tim Kaine, has beaten the FDA back a world record eight times in court, they still thumb their nose at the court order saying, hey, freedom of speech, validated scientific speech, you can't curtail that. Yet they do. And that's why Jonathan wants to go into the U.S. Senate and bring health, freedom, and healing liberty back to America by restoring the Constitution. So that's a good guy if you haven't followed him. If you're a regular, you know about Emord, emord4va.com, E-M-O-R-D-F-O-R-V-A.com. Now, there's also uh, a brief mention, uh, I will. I, it's my mom. Uh, she's going to turn 90 this month. 90! Can you imagine? Almost a century. And she doesn't look 90, as anybody you know her. Um, she is going to be turning 90 on the 29th, but we're going to have a party for her on the 28th in Atlanta. I got to find out where. But I'm going to be there. My daughter's going to go with me, and we're going to celebrate with her. And if you're in the Atlanta area and you want to celebrate too, let me know or let Supernod know or just come on over to robertscottbell.com and let us know. I do have a number of events in Atlanta coming up in March, including the Warner's uh, Wellness Expo, as well as Tia Severino, 
she's the 14th through the 17th, uh, Lake Lanier Islands. And we're going to have the Next Steps Conference. I'm so looking forward to that. There's going to be amazing folks joining us uh, at the Next Steps Conference as well as uh, the Warner's Conference, which theirs is the 8th through the 10th in the Atlanta area. So that's coming up. Before we get there, the Autism Health Summit, the 2nd and 3rd of February in San Antonio, Texas, with Tracy Slepsevic and uh, so many other awesome people, including Brian Hooker. Uh, we got uh, Andy Wakefield's going to join us. It's going to be amazing. And I'm looking forward to being there with you all. And then later in February, the 17th and 18th, is the Virtual Health Freedom Expo. That is everything that we did in October in, outside of Chicago. And then some. There'll be a new health freedom panel. There's also additional uh, lectures that are submitted for that. And you'll have three months to access it all for only like 35 bucks. Best deal ever. So check that out in the upcoming events tab at robertscottbell.com. And in addition, as I mentioned, my mom, her 90th birthday, I don't think she would have made it to her 90th birthday if it weren't for Folium PX. I'm not kidding. Bobri Oren came around just in the perfect time to save my mom, who was suffering through the last, you know, previous three COVID years. We don't even know if it was COVID because she knew the tests were bogus, but her life force, it was draining. You could hear it. You could feel it. It's like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And she got on the Folium products, foliumpx.com, Folium Original, Folium Immuno, Folium Relax. And this time last year, she was back to dancing on New Year's Day and her birthday at 89. So if you want to you want to be dancing at the age of 90, you might consider Folium products because if it can help her, what can it do for you to break through your ceiling and your healing? If you reach the end of your, you know what, reach out to foliumpx.com, use the code RSB10, get a 10% discount as well. Our first story of this hour uh, relates to uh, science, <laughs> selective science, propaganda in science, the propaganda that is science. Selective science. Brownstone article for reporting uh, this uh, as Joseph uh, Latipo, for Florida Surgeon General, is calling for a halt to the use of mRNA COVID-19 vaccines. And yet <clears throat> apologists for the vaccine industrial complex, like Dr. Paul Offit, say it's hard to believe Dr. Latipo actually issued that statement. Well, no, it's hard to believe, Dr. Offit, that you still have a voice that people listen to. I mean, we don't. We laugh at it. It's embarrassing, even though we've invited you on this program to defend your views or find out there was one shred of an area where we had an agreement, but you wouldn't do it. You won't go to anybody that would question your, let's say, fealty and belief system in the Church of Pharmaceutical Mysticism vaccine denomination. And so in this case, there has been a discovery of DNA fragment uh, contamination within COVID-19 shots. And it's, you know, that alone should cause everybody to go, whoa, 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 wait a minute. What did you say? DNA contamination? How is that going to? Well, no, if you bring it up, they'll still try to dismiss you as a conspiracy theorist of some kind. Tell you you're anti-science. You want to kill grandma on and on it goes. Despite the fact that Fauci now admits what we pointed out, there was no scientific evidence to support the six foot rule, much less that masking can stop the transmission of something measured at, you know, the nano scale, like 100 nanometers or smaller. Just amazing. Absolutely amazing what we've witnessed. So this Brownstone article is really good, as, as most of them are on the propaganda that is selective science. We like science here. I love the scientific method. It helps to uncover the mysteries of life itself. And it's designed, I think, in true integrity 
to find out what makes this world tick, what makes you and me tick, what does it do? But that is not what's happened under COVID, and much of pharmaceutical science has become pseudoscience. It's been promoting agendas that are not based in objective, if you can get there, double-blind, inert, placebo-controlled studies, which vaccines don't undergo. COVID jabs, injections didn't undergo either. So where do we go from here? How do we establish an ability to think critically and clearly on these subjects that are important to us? Are we being bombarded with messages that are deceptive purposefully so? Or utilizing fear to shut down higher levels of cognition and critical thinking? To accept blindly something that never went through blinded studies? Isn't that interesting to consider? How are we being programmed? I think we got a guy on today, this hour of the Robert Scott Bell Show, that might be able to answer some of these questions and more. I was reading his bio, and dude, I couldn't wait to get him on, and we're about to. This hour, uh, this, the book is called The Indoctrinated Brain, How to Successfully Fend Off the Global Attack on Your Mental Freedom. And this book is available now. We have it linked up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. You can go to michael-nels, N-E-H-L-S.com to learn about it and a whole lot more with a forward by our friend Naomi Wolf. It's Michael Nels. Dr. Michael Nels, welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Hi, Robert. Thank you. Thank you very much for inviting me. You got a, a, a Germanic accent. I can hear it very clearly. Are you in well, Germany think, right now? Where are you? Uh, actually, I'm in Washington right now, and here I'm in a closet of my hotel room. Uh, but uh, actually, I'm from Germany, yes. So and you're I'm visiting the States not, right now? Not, sorry? You're visiting the States right now? Yeah, I'm on a roadshow for the book, actually. And uh, yeah, I'm giving a lot of lectures and and interviews, and um, yeah, I think the book is well received here in the United States. It's already for five months uh, bestseller in Germany, uh, and so I'm very pleased to give it now to the world uh, audience uh, and uh, the whole world. The what I have to tell, I think it's important. You, you also have a Substack for those that want to learn about Michael Nels. It's Michael Nels, and N E H L S is the last name. Substack.com. A lot of things related to liberating your mind, uh, the nerve racking, the nerve racking ball of mass. I mean, there's a lot of great subjects. I just want to read them from cover to cover based on your subject matter. And uh, you even talk about coconut oil, one of my favorite things to consume, where we've been wrongly lied to that it's poison, it's oh, it's going to kill us. And it's like you are addressing all of that, and you're an, a medical doctor and a PhD. How is it you can see through the propaganda? Because you've been propagandized in order to get those degrees. Yeah, actually, that's perfectly true. And actually, it was the United States that helped me uh, about 20 years ago. So I was very sick, you know, kind of uh, what all what happens to us when we work too much and exercise too little. And uh, short before a heart attack, I decided to change my lifestyle. And uh, six years later, I did the race across America, a bike race from coast to coast in 12 days. And uh, to do learn what I call the law of the minimum, that is uh, nothing uh, is allowed to miss. Otherwise, I will never reach, reach uh, the Atlantic City uh, coming from Oceanside in, San in California. Wow. And, and to do that, I really had to learn what our body needs, what, what everything, everything that's needed to, uh, yeah, to survive such a race, but actually... It's a metaphor, metaphor, metaphor for, for life itself. 
And uh, here I really started to question what I've learned in med school, because uh, in, in med school you never learn that uh, actually vitamins are vital for your life. And in particular, uh, when COVID striked, uh, it was already clear for decades that respiratory diseases only come seasonal in the winter in Germany, for example, because people lack enough vitamin D in their blood. And, uh, and uh, the cytokine storm, for example, is a lack of vitamin D, a dysregulation of the immune system. So it became totally clear to me that uh, this war against this pandemic is not really a war against the pandemic, it's a war against people because uh, people were not uh, told what is the best strategy to avoid the disease or to avoid at least a, a severe outcome of the disease. It was mm -hmm. actually published in fall 2020 by the German Cancer Research Center that nine of 10 people who died of COVID, actually really of COVID, not, not just PCR positive, but really of COVID, mm -hmm. nine of 10 could have been saved by just increasing the vitamin D level. But the opposite happened. Uh, we were told that vitamin D might be toxic, that we shouldn't use vitamin D. And the New England Journal of Medicine who actually published all the these uh, spiking program papers mm -hmm. I'm not calling it vaccination, I call it spiking, uh, because it's, it has nothing to do with vaccination, it is not a vaccine, but what it does, it provides spike protein into the brain of the people uh, with detrimental effects on their mental health. And that's what I'm talking about. But this was all not necessary if people would not have died from, from it in the first case, in the first place. Mm -hmm. I started, Immunology. Um, so I got my PhD actually in immunology, and my work on on on, on uh, immunology actually was rewarded by the American Society of Immunology as a pillar of immunology because I identified by genetic research an uh, an element that regulates our immune system. Without it, we would be impossible. Our immune system would be impossible, uh, in completely ineffective in adapting to a new viruses. So I know a little bit about viruses, but I also studied the last 15, 20 years, uh, the neurobiology of Alzheimer's or the neuropathologies that Alzheimer's is not caused by aging. It's caused actually by our lifestyle. And here again, vitamin D plays a role, but not the only one, but one of them. So by inhibiting essentially people to, uh, to eat enough vitamin D, and I just mentioned the New England Journal of Medicine 2020, they told us that nobody needs vitamin D even if he has a deficiency. It was published. It was a decisive verdict by the editors that nobody needs vitamin D even if he has a deficiency and stop, doctors should stop measuring vitamin D and people should stop taking vitamin D. But vitamin D is of course the one of the measures to against uh, respiratory diseases and only with the lack of vitamin D the whole corona pandemic and the pavement of what happens afterward the great reset including essentially a world government that is uh, composed of certain NGOs is possible only because of a lack of vitamin D and that explains why <laughs> why vitamin D has to be fought against by by all the agencies well but that's <clears throat> Dr. Uh, Nels the deficiency syndrome I want to mention that because, you know, they, they, they didn't acknowledge or even if they do acknowledge a deficiency in something like D and they say, well, don't take any like, 
what level of intelligence has to come to that conclusion unless it's a nefarious plot to harm people? Whereas there is no such thing, to my knowledge, unless you know of it, as of a deficiency of a toxicological compound or compounds approved by government agencies called drugs, which we know why they're used to su suppress symptoms or force things to occur in the body. But those things often occur because we don't have the necessary elements to have normal metabolic functions. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the, with the deficiency in vitamin D, you cause the immune system to react abnormal. It increases uh, the likelihood of having an, what we call a cytokine storm and uh, an, an overproduction of pro-inflammatory cytokines, completely unbalanced. So the anti-inflammatory cytokines are not produced in sufficient amount. So what is really good for the body, if you have an inflammation that you are pro-inflammatory, is not balanced and the immune system essentially turns against you. So the deficiency in an essential vitamin in this case causes uh, not only the disease, but also causes the whole propaganda that we see. It causes mm -hmm. the lockdowns, it causes the un, uh, unsocial distancing, it causes essentially the people to accept even this uh, experimental, experimental injection of mRNA. Mm -hmm. So the people dying from COVID, the vitamin D deficiency was essential for the whole program. But it's only the, the essentially the first part of what I'm describing here, mm -hmm. because it's not only an attack against our physical immune system, it's also an attack against our mental immune system. Yeah, I want to go into that because I know you have a lot of expertise there. Your book is, is going to go into that as well. I just want to mention on the vitamin D issue that I've met and heard from many people, patients of doctors who actually support the use of vitamin D, that they're putting their patients on D and their levels are not going up. And they keep going, well, you need more, you need more, you need more. I come back to other deficiencies and acknowledge metabolic deficiencies or imbalances or dysfunctions in the absence of not just D, but other things that precipitate the utilization of D, the activation of the stored D, which by the way, I'll just get quick heads up, Superdon, if you can put that up, we have a, an upcoming webinar, the key to a elite performance uh, that I'm going to be hosting along with a uh, uh, professional golfer, also John Hewlett and, and uh, his son, Jason. And uh, this is uh, the oxygen connection, unlocking uh, your fit potential, no goal too big or too small. This is something that I've integrated into my life, the formulation providing for the activation of store D in addition to enhanced autophagy, oxygenation, endothelial health within the vascular system. And th thinking of Dr. Michael Nels here, what he did to ride his bike across the country to be that fit at any age is pretty phenomenal. And to learn more about those secrets, I want to reveal them to you. That's coming up January 19th, Friday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern time. So that's really quick. Get ready to sign up for that, and we'll see you on that webinar. And I know, Dr. Nels, you appreciate, again, the concept of deficiencies, not just D, but how everything's related to everything. Absolutely. But uh, what applies, actually, to every growth in your body, and we are talking now about the cell growth, uh, the production of new nerve cells in our autobiographical memory center, which is required that our wealth of experience essentially grows the whole life. So, as, and, and, it's, and it's actually shown that even if you are 80 or 90 years old, the ability to produce these nerve cells, which actually provide you with curiosity, which provide you with uh, psychological resilience, and which provide you with the ability to think. I just finished a paper I'm going to hopefully publish in Frontiers of Psychology, where I show that the mental energy we need for thinking, 
resides in the production of these new nerve cells. And everything that has to grow, if it is now a nerve cell or if it is a plant on a, on a, on a field, uh, has to fulfill or has to um, follow the, the law of the minimum. The law of the minimum was published in 1828 by agricultural scientists. And he showed that if one thing is missing, you cannot compensate it by another. So if you have a vitamin D deficiency, you can eat as much magnesium, as much omega-3 fat acids, fatty acids, or whatever. You can exercise as much as you want. You can do everything that is good for you, but still to no, to, to no uh, effect, because the one thing that is missing uh, disturbs the growth. And so we have to think systemic and not yes. just on single issues here. But of course, in winter, one primary issue that people, even if they eat healthy the whole life, in winter, they, they, they get not enough sun, at least not in the northern hemispheres, mm -hmm. and uh, then they have to uh, substitute it. And if you uh, essentially tell people substitution is dangerous, you shouldn't do it, it's not necessary, they, they, then they won't do it. And mm -hmm. it, this has detrimental effects on your physical immune system. And COVID is one of the, or influenza or whatever, people die from it. You wouldn't need any. Uh, you wouldn't need any injection. Not any in, um, um, program that uh, creates some kind of immunity. The body would take care of it by itself, as long as it is provided by all the regulatory vitamins and, mm -hmm. and, and trace elements necessary for normal function. And Dr. But Nels, uh, think of the fear mongering that's been going on for decades against sun exposure. I mean, Absolutely. how many people believe the sun causes cancer? And then we look at, again, other mineral deficiencies. If you don't have adequate copper, you can't withstand much time in the sun to get adequate deproduction because you're harmed by the UV radiation in the absence of key minerals. So it's like yeah. everything's related to everything. That's your point of systems. How do the systems work together? And what does it require to function as a system as opposed to just one thing, even though we can point out that one thing is important and that one thing is important, but how do they work together? Yeah, that's exactly what, what you're saying is completely right. Everything has to be there. And uh, it's almost like I have such kind of an analogy, like you have a plant that has no, it has no water. It is in pot and it doesn't grow. It, it actually suffers and lice come and they eat the green and, and uh, the, 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 animal, uh, the, the, the plant is suffering. And the, the health industry is almost like the, the, the industry for agriculture. They say, well, the plant doesn't need water. It needs something against the, 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 the bugs now that the immune defense of the, of the, of the plant cannot essentially defend anymore yeah. or get rid of anymore. And the plant will die anyway. The, 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 the lice that are essentially now sitting on the plant, they are just uh, the, 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 the result of essentially the plant suffering from, from drought. Yes, and, lack of water. And, yeah. and, and here, for example, in Germany, I saw cases where people have a deep depression and they get antidepressiva, but nobody cared if they had no exposure to certain micronutrients. And once I realized, well, they just have a severe deficiency in vitamin D, we gave them vitamin D and the depression was gone. But of course, as long as you don't do that, then you can give antidepressiva the whole life and pharmaceutical industry is happy, but not the patient. Yeah. Dr. Nels, go back to the, your knowledge of the immune system. You have a PhD in immunology, I believe. And you talked about 
uh, one thing, if I heard that right, that one thing was so critical for without which the immune system is not going to function. Dysfunction could be attacking. I don't know. Can you come back to that? Are you able to talk about that briefly? Um, I'm not sure what you're talking about, what what you are mentioning now or what 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 you're referring to. Well, Um, it's something I heard you mention in terms of your study about the immune system and you kind of hinted at oh, I see I see yeah I, I just covered an, an, an regulatory element it's almost like vitamin D vitamin D essentially uh, connects in the cell in the nucleus of the cell to the vitamin D receptor and the vitamin D hormone which has been produced by the cell for example if there are viruses in the in a cell the cell produces certain enzymes the enzymes modify the vitamin D to vitamin D hormone vitamin D hormone goes into the nucleus and regulates genes responsible for the defense, the immune defense of, uh, of the cell. So, uh, but of course, if you don't have enough vitamin D in the blood, then this regulation doesn't work. Right. And, and uh, so vitamin D- the activation of the store D, which you might have and you can't get at it, and nothing's activating it. That's why I talked about other formulations that can facilitate getting at that D and going, let's activate you so that the body can actually use it. Exactly. And I discovered another element, uh, another regulator of genes. And this regulator is very fundamental. It allows essentially it is necessary that we develop so-called T cells. These are the adaptive part of the immune cells, which uh, essentially have a T cell receptor and they, they see a new virus and they adapt to it. They modify themselves by genetic regrouping of certain genes. And the consequence of that is that we are more efficient in essentially fighting against new viruses. And they also instruct the B cells producing antibodies. That means if this gene that I discovered is missing, we develop no adaptive immune system. Mm-hmm. So that was my main discovery. And this was a pillar of, of immunology, so to speak, and honored by the American society. And, uh, but that's, that's pretty much what I did in immunology. And, uh, and then I actually started to think about another um, yeah, part of our defense system. You see, the Bible and also the evolution are in, uh, have something in common. Both tell us, be fruitful and multiply. And uh, that's the imperative of, of, of evolution. The two of us would not be talking to each other right now if our predecessors haven't fulfilled or followed this imperative. Yes. So, so it's very easy. But in order essentially to be fruitful and to multiply, we have to become adults. And uh, we need two defense systems to become adults because there's always something that might harm us. They are the, I say, pathogenic microorganisms. And for that, we have our adaptive immune system. But then there are also the pathogenic macroorganisms, larger organisms. Usually they come on two, two, two legs and uh, two feet <laughs> and uh, the other humans and they want to harm us too. And we have also a defense system that helps us to survive in social, socially complicated situations. Mm-hmm. And that's our autobiographical memory center and our ability to think that we can learn from, from stories told by our parents. Uh, so the hippocampus, that's our autobiographical memory center, stores all these informations, all this, the, the narratives of our, of, of our fathers, mothers, grandparents, and we learn what we, how we, we have to react in certain situations. And, um, and then when we are adults, we are more proficient. But also we are curious and we 
uh, and new things come up, we are able to, to rethink what we have learned and what the new situation maybe uh, brings, uh, brings, us to, uh, brings to us and how we have to react most efficiently, not to get killed and actually make the best out of a situation. But the, the, the system of, of the brain, the mind, whatever you describe it, has been corrupted by so much propaganda, much less toxicological burdens and nutrient deficiencies that we are easily programmable by those that want to deceive us and enslave us. In fact, we, t- we talk about this a lot on this show, your book. And by the way, we just had Tony Lyons on from Skyhorse. Your book is published by Skyhorse. It's called The Indoctrinated Brain, How to Successfully Fend Off the Global Attack on Your Mental Freedom by Dr. Michael Nels and uh, forward by Naomi Wolf. And uh, I guess, you know, this this idea of it, uh, being indoctrinated and the question is how to protect ourselves against it. Is it just about mental techniques of acuity or is it is it protecting ourselves as well from the toxic burden as well as supporting us uh, nutritionally? Or do you cover all of that in the book? It's all of the above. So in the book, it's essentially it's a formula. I call it the formula against indoctrination. And this formula is actually also a formula against Alzheimer's. Because I published a paper in 2016 called The Unified Theory of Alzheimer's Disease. It was the basis of three or four national bestsellers. And the, the key yeah, uh, findings are also now in the indoctrinated brain to, to be found. And uh, the key finding is that Alzheimer's is not caused by, not caused by age. Uh, age is just a prerequisite because it takes usually a few decades to develop the disease. And only because it takes decades to develop it, there's some correlation with age and Alzheimer's. But of course, if you want to sell drugs and you want to tell people, you don't have to change your lifestyle because lifestyle has nothing to do with with Alzheimer's. It's caused only by your bad genes. Being human is just sufficient to get Alzheimer's. Then you can sell drugs as many as you want because people will not be will not learn that maybe just changing a little bit the lifestyle will prevent the disease. But my paper showed that it's actually possible to completely prevent Alzheimer's. And the key is to keep the production of nerve cells in your autobiographical memory center up alive the whole, your whole life. And again, we are here at the, uh, at the law of the minimum. We should give these cells everything they need. Every deficiency will cause a collapse of the production and will not only cause the hippocampus instead of growing to shrink, which is the cause of Alzheimer's. It will also cause a lack of curiosity. It will destroy your your psychological resilience and essentially also destroy your ability to think. And uh, if you think about it, if your resilience is down, then the depression likelihood that you develop a depression is high. They're just inverse to each other. And in summer summer 2019, we had the highest level of depression worldwide. Actually, the World Health Organization told us that it's now the number one disease worldwide. From my perspective, from the perspective of adult hippocampal neurogenesis, which is the term for the production of these nerve cells, which is ongoing for the whole life, from this perspective, it means we had the lowest production of these nerve cells in the society, the Western society, or in the whole society of the world. Yeah. In the world. That well, means yeah. we ahead. had the lowest level 
of psychological resilience in summer mm -hmm. 2019. It set us up for the, we were so vulnerable for the powers of fear and suggestion that led to the COVID craziness we've been through. Uh, I'm looking at right now video on Twitter or X uh, out of Germany, your home uh, in Berlin. Thousands of, tens of thousands of people are gathering in support of the farmers there. What kind of country, and I don't, I'm not picking on Germany because a lot of countries in Europe are, and if Bill Gates had his way and others like him, they would attack the farmers and their ability to grow food. For what? An abstract thing that they're trying to make concrete, the idea that farmers are killing the planet? I mean, it's just, it's absurd. It's like, talk about a low level of survivability if you believe that, but it looks like the people of Germany are starting to fight back. Yeah, absolutely. And this gives me a lot of hope. And it's probably the main reason uh, that my book is now for the five months that it's out there already, for five months from day one on, it's a national bestseller. And I didn't expect that, to be honest. I didn't expect that the book will uh, be so honored and so uh, well received. But I think it's because based on what I've learned in 2020 and 21, when people were just timid and followed the rules, I think nature comes back, the nature of people come, comes back, the, the will to survive, the will to be creative, the will to, to, to have their own right and not be dominated by some dictatorship. And uh, so I think uh, they have overdone it. They, and people realize this now. Too many people realize that loved ones got sick from this injection program uh, and uh, they realize that the people who were aware of what's going on were not completely stupid and uh, and there's some backlash now and i think that's that's the time where we have to create a better world so i think this is what I, my book tries to achieve it gives a full diagnosis what's going on why it was going on what is was intended most likely but on the other side, it gives us also, if the diagnosis is right, the best therapy, the best possible therapy. And I'm 100% sure that in a few years from now, we look back and uh, based on what we've learned the last few years, we can create a world that is even better than the world was before COVID. Yeah, I love it. It's a positive and hopeful view where a lot of folks are investing in a doom and gloom future scenario. We don't like to participate in that. And I appreciate you don't either. And you're doing extraordinary work. You keep saying uh, the minimal dose. I, I'm a homeopath. And of course, we know about the law of the minimal dose. Homeopathy comes from Germany, interestingly enough. You know, it's a nation of thinkers. It's very mentally, you know, constructed. And yet, this counterintuitive medicine came out of Germany that is, uh, you know, one of the leading forms of natural medicine on planet Earth even today, despite all attacks to it, uh, to its demise. Um, the law of the minimal dose is that you use the least amount to get the greatest effect. We find that we can use a lot less of something and, and do extraordinary good works, whereas allopathic medicine, as you know, in med in, in, it, it deals in toxic quantities that are very forceful, very violative of the of metabolic pathways that are if they're corrupted, it isn't because of the lack of those toxic molecules or compounds, but because of the lack of the things that sustain us throughout the history of humanity and animal life on planet, which was never about synthetic patented pharmaceuticals. So it's a fascinating journey we're on as we can worship the mind to the point of our own destruction and then step back and go, wait a second, the mind is a tool not to be worshipped, but it can observe things in nature and go, that's where we need to go. Absolutely. I, I couldn't put it better. But by the way, the law of the minimum and the 
and what you describe as uh, homeopathic, this is not completely the same. Homeopathic is a dilution by certain factors where we have uh, concentrations of substances which are so low that uh, they really don't fulfill the law of the minimum anymore. I cannot give you a D10 uh, dilution of vitamin D and hope for a real effect. Uh, the, 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 gene would not, uh, the gene regulation wouldn't work with that. We really need, when I talk about the law of the minimum, I'm talking about the natural laws of the minimum, mm -hmm. what really is required. These are really low, low doses. Well, yeah, what do you need to function physiologically, the metabolic pathways to support? Absolutely. Uh, and I appreciate that distinction. But again, both concepts are sound in that we, you know, we find that we don't need an overabundance of anything to succeed. No. We just find yeah. out what do you need and give it, let it happen. Yeah, it's balance, and then let the nature let nature work because nature knows better than we do. No, oh, absolutely, Doctor Michael Nels. I appreciate your wisdom on the subject, despite your degrees, right? And, and I tease you about that. You know why I say it because so much of the propagandizing of those professions to get those higher levels of education or indoctrination often sways people away from what we're discussing. That is the observations in the natural world, learning from them, trying to duplicate them, not conquer them is our future, right? And you talk about that in terms of reproductivity, you know, the human species, much of which has been damaged over generations of abandoning these thoughts and principles and accelerated into demise via the mRNA injection technology. Yeah, the spike protein really attacks the production of these new nerve cells essentially kills, the, uh, destructs the, our mental ability to react efficiently. And so that's where the war takes place. And for me, from my point of view, everything else, the increased death rates, you know, the, um, which we observe right now, the increases in, in, in cancer or in autoimmune, autoimmune diseases, and even the increases in depression and Alzheimer's, which are traumatic, are all collateral damages actually from a much more insidious attack on this immune system, this mental immune system, because once you have achieved that the production of these nerve cells is down, which you do actually with the injection program, mm -hmm. then you can instill essentially any nar narrative and it will essentially override, override everything that you have learned before. So your personality essentially becomes destroyed and becomes essentially the nar narrative. So the narrative is your new you, and this is not a you you want to be. Brilliant. Absolutely. Appreciate it, uh, Dr. Michael Nels. I'm so glad you're visiting America, and uh, I love that you're relating this from a deep scientific and fundamentally philosophical perspective as well. We need to get back to the discussions of life and, and uh, how we can inspire one another to positive futures as opposed to, you know, relegating our future to those who have uh, invested in doom and gloom and want us defeated before we ever begin or realize that we have that power to heal. We have the power of co-creation, if you will, to create a new that which those uh, uh, power structures on the planet may not benefit from. But we individuals who believe in freedom, freedom of thought, freedom of conscience will succeed, endeavor to succeed, to restore uh, freedom for the people of planet earth or for those who at least who want it. And certainly uh, here as an American, I believe in the foundations of this country. We haven't always lived up to them, uh, but we must come back to our senses. We've abandoned because we're a young country here in America versus those in Europe. 
uh, we don't appreciate food quality at all here. Very little compared to in other places where I go to Europe, they have a tradition that we don't have in thousands of years old, as opposed to a couple of hundred plus. So we have to, uh, again, get back to our senses. And that includes re- realizing that food is medicine or medicine is food. And it shouldn't be toxic unless it's a life-saving measure that, you know, has warranted in a short burst protocol, perhaps. But beyond that, we've got to get back to this level of discussion, acknowledgement and reality. Yeah, absolutely. This is where we have to go back to uh, actually actually get to. Yes. Maybe we were never really there and there's nothing we can back, go back to. Uh, well, that's not really true. I think before the Rockefeller Foundation started in the early 20th century, essentially to uh, corrupt or dismiss or fight against traditional medicine, mm-hmm. we had maybe more understanding. But today we would have much more understanding. We know so much how the body works we can more effectively understand what it needs. Mm-hmm. So with this understanding today and the, the tradition that was there until the end of the 19th century, I would say, uh, this combined would create a medicine that is much more profound and uh, much more efficient and would really create a society that is free to think, curious. From begin on, youngsters would be not suffering from uh, ADHS or something or, yeah. or, or autism and everything that's rising at the moment right. we, would have, uh, we would be able to create a new culture that is more human like and that's exactly what I hope for and that's what the, my last chapter describes it's the concept of tr- to be more human again Absolutely. Dr. Michael Nels, everybody check out his book. Go pick it up. The Indoctrinated Brain, How to Successfully Fend Off the Global Attack on Your Mental Freedom and uh, a forward by Naomi Wolf. And uh, I've just enjoyed thoroughly meeting you, Dr. Nels. Do you have uh, upcoming speaking engagements as you're traveling the United States or is it just book book reviews and interviews like this? Yeah, I have a lot of interviews. Uh, I will be in many different shows. I was already with uh, the High Wire. Uh, a few days ago, uh, this morning, I, I talked to uh, Stephen Bannon, uh, and he actually wants to make a documentary about the book now. Nice. And uh, I will be with Epoch Times tomorrow and uh, a couple of others, so the high wire. Uh, I was already in. So uh, there are many, many more coming up. And I think people uh, in Europe, uh, at least in Germany so far, the German translation was really picked up, and the people are excited about it. And uh, they know there is something big coming up here. And uh, I think that will be a message that I will hopefully provide the whole world with. And this book might change everything. Well, congratulations, Dr. Nels. Appreciate you visiting us on the show and coming to America and bringing a a hopeful message, a positive message rooted in sound science. Goodness, we need that too. And uh, Dr. Nels, God bless you. Thank you for being here. Robert, I thank you very much. You are more important than my book, to be honest, because my book reaches maybe a few people. You reach hopefully millions. Well, we, well, you look, I don't want you to diminish your importance for putting this good work out there, too. But I appreciate the kind words and love to have you on anytime. I, I love what you're doing and I enjoy engaging in this discussion. It's so good. Yeah, thank you very much as well. Thank you. All right, Dr. Nels, continue success and have a great trip throughout America and uh, appreciate very much. That book looks great. I think uh, it'd be something we all could benefit by reading. Uh, We also have, in addition to our homeopathic hits, thanks to Super Don's amazing squeakiness. Not really, but I mean, he's like pushing me. He's pushing me like a good producer should. We need to do more. 
How about detox dialogues, huh? How about that? You talk about detoxification. It's time for detox dialogues right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. That's right. The detox dialogues are on. They're happening. We're doing weekly at this point. It's all I can handle. <laughs> so you, too much detox. You're like, oh my gosh, it's too much. Well, today's focus is on a botanical. It's burdock root. And again, thank you to Folium PX. Thank you to Trinity School of Natural Health. Thank you to Nutrition Frontiers. They use a lot of great uh, products, including, I believe, burdock root. And I think it's appropriate to talk about this in this new year. You want to cleanse the blood? You want to you want to get stronger? Detox is it. Detox Dialogue, Burdock Root. So we also have a PDF that you can download for free. And uh, Super Don will make the Detox Dialogue video clip available for our patron supporters. Uh, this is something that, uh, you know, it's not an all-encompassing. Just like I said, these are hits. These are uh, dialogues, a little bit of uh, pushing it out there to the world to consider if you haven't considered it. And this today, burdock root, a natural herb known for its blood purifying properties primarily, but it does a lot more than that. The history of burdock, its a man, it goes back a long time, including in traditional Chinese and European practices. And it's been used for centuries to treat a variety of ailments with a particular focus on its ability to purify the blood and promote overall good health. So if we talk about key st- characteristics in this detox dialogue on burdock root, look at detoxification. Known for that blood purifying capacity, the ability to cleanse and clean the blood. Uh, Of course, that goes to the liver, which we'll we'll talk about here. But removing toxins from the bloodstream, burdock helps to do that. It is also nutrient rich, like a lot of herbs and plant medicinals, high in essential vitamins and minerals. It can impact cognitive health as well. Its antioxidant properties support brain and cognitive functions. So let's look at some of these like five different uh, uh, primary benefits from burdock root. And this is available. You can grow it as well. Uh, But it's a blood purifier helping to cleanse the blood of toxins and impurities. Skin health. Anything that purifies the blood and helps the liver is going to help the skin. Conditions like acne and eczema. How about digestion? When you're better able to cleanse the blood and the system, you're going to have better digestion to alleviate issues like bloating. And of course, my favorite, liver health. Burdock also supports liver function to aid in its detoxification capacity. And finally, the immune system. How much does your immune system rely upon your detox system? Completely. If you are so gummed up, your immune system just can't even function anymore. So the antioxidants and vitamins in burdock root can also help strengthen the immune system in total. So how do we incorporate burdock root in the diet? Well, you can make teas from it, decoctions, uh, and herbal teas. I love herbal teas. I mean, they may not be as concentrated as a tincture, but they can be helpful in tonifying the, you know, the blood, cleaning the blood, and supporting the liver by putting a little burdock root in every day if you want. And you can do intense-type cleanses. You don't have to do it every day, but there's a reason that burdock root could be and should be considered. Supplementally, it's available in capsule and tincture form, and you can utilize it as a vegetable. Yeah, in Asian cuisine, they use burdock. So should we have any precautions? Yeah, the herbs can have an impact. And some people can have sensitivity like allergies. Uh, If you have allergies to chrysanthemums or daisies, they say that might be an indication to avoid burdock root. But if you do have an allergy, look to your gut health to protect the integrity of the lining of the gut, and then you may not have that allergy anymore. That's like the silver aloe protocol again. Medication interference can interact with certain medications. So consult with your healthcare provider, especially if you're on uh, diabetes drugs or blood thinners. Although I wish they would look at, hey, you know what? If you're on burdock root, maybe you shouldn't be on the drug. 
<laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right. Complimentary practices as we wrap up the uh, detox dialogues today. Hydration. Duh. Drink water. That's critical for flushing toxins out of the body. And I prefer that you'd consider hydrogen water that we get from Echo Technologies. Echo water. Uh, balanced diet. How about going organic like Superdon? Yeah. Clean up what's going into you. And, and there's less burden. There's less need for things that are seemingly, oh my gosh, too aggressive at detox. I'm not encouraging it, but sometimes you got to really cleanse to get out of a crisis. Foods high in antioxidants and fiber, regular exercise, getting back out into the gym, walking. I know it's hard or snowshoeing right now for Superdon. <laughs> Concluding burdock root. Remarkable natural detoxifier revered for centuries in various cultures for blood purifying properties. Benefits extend beyond just those cleansing. It's a boon for skin health, digestion, liver health, and immune support. Remember, this is not comprehensive on all the things we want to talk about for detox dialogues, but burdock root does have a, it's a simple way to go about or incorporate to help enhance the detox processes of your body. Remember, if you're dealing with serious medical issues, it may be, well, advisable to seek out somebody that can help you there. But this is education and information. This is not to replace medical or doctor treatment if you want it or need it. But as I recommend to you, if you want or have a doctor, ask them how often they have a bowel movement. And that might disqualify them in terms of their ability to help you because you know what they're full of if they're going less times to the bathroom than you. All right. We got, what, a minute or two, Super Don? Pretty intense Monday show. It felt like a Monday, man. It was like slogging from the, the Sunday to the Monday, but dude, we made it. Yeah, the guests showed up and everybody was. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Monday. I go to the technical stuff, but yeah, it's all right. everything, it's all right. everything will. Your camera's doing that funny thing, by the way. So you'll want to. been doing it the whole show? It's been doing it for part of the time. Oh, it, was, it wasn't worth bugging you about. I'm sorry about that. We can I don't hear know you what just the technology fine. is. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. So here we go. Um, yeah. 30 seconds till. Uh, By the way, we, my wife my wife said, you know, we we're talking about burdock and the image of it. It wasn't shrieking burdock, apparently, in, in Harry Potter. It was shrieking uh, mandrake. Mandrake. Oh, that that's right. It. But anyway, that's I was looking right. for images there. So y'all, thank you for being part of uh, the show uh, a little bit or all the time. And thank you for Brideon.tv for supporting us. Support the Health Ranger. We got a lot more coming up and there's a bonus round if you want to keep sticking around. Are we out at 55 or 56? 55. Okay. Well, remember this. The power to heal is yours. Yeah. Riding a roller coaster to get to the bonus round today, Super D. That was fun. There you go. Well, I, you know, I, they, uh, they, the doctors... Uh, some doctors anyway will uh, recommend that if somebody who has kidney stones mm -hmm. wants to try and and get them to pass them quicker, loose. they recommend that you go on a roller coaster well particularly the old wooden ones where you're like uh, right those, those are a little more and more hard to find unfortunately yeah. uh where when i where i grew up mm -hmm. uh, and I've, I've actually been a while since i've even talked about this but i used to love to go to santa cruz mm -hmm. and they had a uh, one of the old wooden roller coasters there and those, yeah, man that thing was amazing now, yeah it's a whole different experience when you're riding in a, in a wooden roller coaster than on yeah. not, and i love roller coasters um it's been a while i miss i miss riding roller you're, coasters. dude you're gonna be ready to do so much i can't wait to hear about your journey into this new year with the, the new dietary uh choices you're making i'm fascinated by your journey my brother we've been together for so so long and uh 
you know, various ups and downs. We've all had challenges in our lives too. And sometimes we're not even aware of the challenges we carry until we stem the inflow of stuff that doesn't belong in our bodies. And it was fascinating with this uh, Dr. Uh, Nels today. I mean, dude, MD, PhD, and he got, he knows the stuff, man. It was great. There's, it was, yeah, very The outlook is positive when you hear stuff like that. And as I mentioned, the stuff going on in Germany, the pushback against, you know, attacking farmers for daring to produce food and those globalists claiming, well, these farmers are going to kill the earth because they're growing food. I was like, what kind of absurdity? <laughs> Who would ever accept that as reality? But yeah. we've been asleep as a species for a while. And I think the COVID crisis, <laughs> the artificiality of it, uh, they... They, they bit off more than they could chew. They pushed too hard, too far, too fast. And it's caused a, a rebound, I think. There's some farmers are destroying. You know who's destroying the earth of the factory farmers, not farmers. Right, exactly. You know, I mean, come on. I I, I don't know. You know, the more and more that I learn about this stuff mm-hmm. uh, and I look into it, it there's a, an article, actually, and we don't talk about this much because we, we don't want to give them the attention. But yeah, over at the Skepduck Central, <laughs> uh, they, uh, the, there was an article that came up yesterday, day before, I think, mm-hmm. um, that is going into talking about how all oh, these, these anti GMO people and, and these, these, these anti glyphosate people, yeah. you know, they, they all here, here's the 27 different reasons why it's okay to, to, uh, consume glyphosate. Uh, and I'm reading this thing. I'm just like, yeah, they just don't get it. They don't get it. You know, it's, this is not about a war of, of science versus science. It really Mm -hmm. isn't, you know, what it comes down to is just common sense. You know, we have a study that shows that uh, you can eat glyphosate and you're perfectly fine. Really? Yeah. Drink this. No, really? And so you're going to criticize the people that don't because those people are causing a problem, right? There's this, there's this huge demand for organic uh, products and, and, and produce and stuff like that. And, you know, these people that are demanding that, you know, it's just, it's just going to ruin the, ruin the planet. It, I just, it just, it's, it's stupid. Yeah. Completely well, stupid. We may talk about it. Go, you know, actually what I was thinking of doing was, uh, mm-hmm. I, I want to send that over to Jeffrey Smith. We haven't had him on in a while. Yeah. And sure, I think yeah. he would eat that thing alive. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So that, alive. that's, that's my, my plan. How are our levels in comparison today, Super D? I mean, because we've always had the problem with mine being low, yours being hot. Are you detecting but, something? Yeah, it sounded like it was a little hot to me. But Let's see. I, my level know. is normal. Normal? Okay. I, you know, I could be, be hearing anyway. it wrong, but yeah. anyway, here we are in the bonus round. I'll so bring, trying I'll to bring figure it down out. just a hair there. But it was, you know, on Monday, dude. It, it was like, oh my gosh. It's, you know, I, I kind of felt it. Now, if those of you who missed it, our Sunday conversation was the second time I think we've done this with uh, Leslie uh, Good Good Gazelle. She is stay-at-home mom or stay-at-home mom, the podcast on the Robert Scott Bell Podcast Network. And I just love talking with her. She's just such a bright light. And she's very candid and direct and but you know, open and loving and 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 respectful, right? And we talk a little bit about a lot I like to talk about the 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 positive nature of being a living example for accepting other people's views, not because you have to agree with them, just because, hey, you know what? We're learning about why you believe what you believe. For me, that just still lights me up, Super D, with the Sunday conversations in particular. So if you guys missed it, uh, Leslie was great. We had a great discussion. I think uh, you'll enjoy it and uh, be benefited by it. That's our Sunday conversation on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Mm -hmm. Typically the only one we pre-record, unless there's some other extenuating circumstance. Yes, it happens. Yeah. 
You're a busy man. Yeah, busy guy. So let's see what else is going on out there. Uh, Tony was bringing it. It, it, it. I didn't realize they had raised so much money through their super PAC, $25 million for Bobby Kennedy. That's that. There's a lot of people that like him, you know, despite the mainstream media go, oh, he's crazy. Obviously, a lot of people are seeing through that. Yep. More and more people, it seems, which is a good, that's a good trend. It's trending in the right direction. Yeah, for sure. Diane Lockwood uh, mm -hmm. says, cool shirt, super Don. Ah. What all does it say? This is my 80s hairband shirt. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is a, a gift from my wife for Christmas. So it's got just lists a whole bunch of different hairbands from the 80s. If you were into that kind of music. And it's got a couple here that really don't belong. Yeah. The Who, that's mm. not a hairband. Right. And the Rolling Stones aren't either. But, yeah. You know. Well, the, they both had some hits in the 80s, did they not? The Who? Well, the Rolling Stones for sure. The Stones, yeah, they've managed to somehow. I don't know how the guy, those guys are still alive. That's amazing, yeah. Um, The Who, not so much. Yeah. You had, uh, yeah, yeah, The Who, I don't think so. Anyway, thank you for the, the I, I like this shirt. I, it, you know, I, I really do. I really like it. It's cool, right? Mm -hmm. But it's, it's, it's like, I think I like to wear it for the show. Yeah. This is a show shirt. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's pretty loud uh, to, to like wear to Walmart to go buy a dozen eggs. So I just, I just <laughs> wear this for the show. But yeah. anyway, I've got another one that's got nineties bands on it. Mm -hmm. And another one that is uh, a rep, it has the pattern of uh, one of Eddie Van Halen's guitars. Hey, this morning uh, as I was heading to the kickboxing gym, uh, well, the song was uh, playing uh, Eat the Rich by Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Oh, yeah. And I, I, you know, I forgot that the opening to that song we used as bumper music on the show. You know, so when I heard that, there you go, a little Aerosmith imagery there. That's my uh, autographed uh, Steven Tyler photo there. Yeah. So well, Steven just, Tyler, I, who's who's battling with opioid addiction still. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they they were doing the the Vegas residency thing, mm -hmm. and they had to cancel their tour because he he. Uh, yeah, I was going to take the kids to see him. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like So anyway, back, the but... Eat the Rich. Yes, it was a bumper. Um, it was a bumper song. You're right. Mm -hmm. You recognize that, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, no, I heard that, but I, like I said, that song wasn't the ones that I knew so well over the years, other than the fact that we played it as a bumper on the show, which is a great guitar lick opening. It was oh, yeah. like a great way to come into the show. Uh, I, yeah. I still wish we could do more of that, you know, over the years uh, when we were on uh, syndicated talk radio, you know, a lot of bumpers were just fun. They drove the energy of the, of the show and you played a huge role in making that happen. That was fun. Yeah. It really was. It was, it was fun to be sitting at the console, right? Mm -hmm. Big analog uh, uh, radio console with just like faders everywhere, buttons mm -hmm. everywhere. You know, it was like the Starship Enterprise, you know, and doing everything and stuff. It was a lot of fun. I kind of miss those days, but then I don't. Hmm. Um, dude, I mean, you remember the insane hours. Yeah. Uh, I was working seven days a week. And I I, I was responsible for uh, the, the, uh, the creation of an overtime rule. <laughs> For the company, they're like, "Oh, we got to do something about this." Because I, you know, I was putting in like eighty hours a week. It yeah. was insane, but I learned a lot, and it was cool. Yeah. And and I met you. Yeah, right. It was all Nin right. Nineteen yeah. years later, you know, 
Here we are. Speaking, speaking of memories, 10 years ago, this day, I was in New York City with my buddy Ty Bollinger, and we were filming in, in Fox News Studios a show called A Healthy You and Carol Alt. There you go. There it is. Look at that. 10 years ago today. Can you imagine? We were in New York City, and we were on set recording her shows and I was on a few times. Uh, Ty was there. Of course, Nicholas Gonzalez, our dear departed friend. And and I remember some years later, I don't know what, maybe a year or two later, I guess it was, that I recorded uh, back in Orlando. They picked, they sent a car, like a Lincoln Town car or something, to pick me up where yeah. I was, drive me across, you know, whatever, uh, 45 minutes away to uh, Fox affiliate in Orlando to film a final sequence for her show that never aired because it was specific to vaccination. <laughs> And I was and, interviewed. And then on, they canceled the show. And then they canceled the show. <laughs> I'm like, she did great work. Carol Whoops. Alt's just a sweetheart. She's an absolute yeah. dear. And uh, raw food advocate. She's overcome cancer and things. And she's a dynamo in her own right, still doing things. But um, yeah, appreciate that. All those years, 10 years ago now, a decade ago, we did that. Isn't that crazy? Think about that. Time flies, man. Wow. Where does it go? That is wild. Absolutely wild. So let's see what All else right. is going on this week here. We got a busy week of shows coming up. Working still on the long COVID recovery uh, interviews beyond the show itself. Uh, let's see here. Look at my calendar. All right. So tomorrow, Dr. Sukarit Bhakti. Sukarit Bhakti. Wow. That's a big name. That's going to be cool. All right. Looking forward okay. to that. And then a Anthony Samaroff. Yeah. Oh, actually, it looks like two people. Anthony Samaroff. And Murray and Sabrin? Murray Sabrin. Wow. Dude, you know, we're like at, I think, 1890. No, it's 1886, I think. 1886. Is what I, yeah, yeah. So That's what I remember. we're getting close to 1900 guests. We're gonna, definitely, I think we're on the roll. We're going to break 2000 guests this year. This is, after all, the 25th year I've been doing broadcast uh, healing uh, on the air. And uh, boy, oh, boy. Time flies. It just doesn't feel like 25 years. Hard to figure that. Just amazing. Let's see. Wednesday, Erica Eskew, E-S-C-U-E. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Thursday, Anthony Aguero. And Aguero. Jonathan Emord. And Jonathan Emord, of course. Although I just learned he might be on a show. He might be interviewing on another show the same time we're on. So it might be like he, he starts with us, has to leave, and he might come back uh, okay. to do that other live show. Yeah, we can handle uh, that. So Joni Abbott's doing amazing work for Jonathan Emore. Joni, God bless you, Joni. We love you and send our prayers and condolences. She just lost her father. She talked about uh, him being healthy at, I don't know what, what age it was, I think 75, and then got the injection in two years, didn't do so well. Mm -hmm. uh, but she'll, you know, maybe she'll, she'll talk about it on the show when she's ready. Um, Joseph uh, Ladapo or Ladapo. I got it. I can do this. Ladapo. I'll get it. I still blame you, Super Don. You screwed me up on this Whatever. one time right before one air. Blame uh, me. Dr. Joseph Ladapo will be on Friday, rescheduled for that. And Michael Bolden, the return Yay. of Michael Bolden, 10th Amendment Center coming at you. And then after the show on Friday, Mm -hmm. We have that special cardio miracle webinar on elite athletic performance. If you want to perform better at anything, you know, when it comes to physical prowess and abilities and stuff, you want to be with us uh, come Friday. The key to elite performance, the oxygen connection, unlock your 
fit potential. No goal too big or too small. By the way, um, they got a typo in that. No goal too. It should be double O in too big or too or small. I'm just looking at that right now and noticed that. Good, good eye. Yeah, register uh, and click on that. Is that a banner available on the website? How do people it sign is. up? Yep, it's in today's show notes, and it's also in the upcoming events. And an email mm -hmm. went out yesterday. Okay. Yeah. By the way, uh, I, I neglected to tell you this, but two weeks ago, right at the beginning of the new year, uh, I won the challenge of the week at the gym again. And last week, Kiki whooped me, so I didn't win last week. Uh, and this week, we'll see. I'm in the lead, but I, I think Kiki will probably blow me away because when it comes to squats and stuff, she's just a beast. She's just so powerful, lower body. Uh, but anyway, regardless, the elite key to elite performance, you know, it goes a little bit through Cardio Miracle if you haven't figured that out yet. And also, I do love the... Uh, Super creatine from Nutritional Frontiers. Remember that. Use the code RSB15 to get plugged in. All right. Let's see. What else we got? If we want to talk football, Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> they got whooped by the Green Bay Packers. Um, Yeah. You know, yesterday, mm -hmm. I didn't get to watch any football because I, I got up. I No, well, it wasn't even – I don't even know what it was that caused the problem. Mm -hmm. Uh. But I, I got up. Um, dogs would not let me sleep in on a freaking Sunday. Yeah. So I got up. Um, it was about a quarter to six. And I was just like, you know what? I got I got stuff I got to work on because I put some stuff off until Sunday mm -hmm. uh, to do. And so I was sitting there. And then suddenly the internet was off. And I was like, uh-oh. Hmm. Uh, and then... Couldn't figure out there wasn't anything going on in my house that was yeah. causing the problem. And so the internet ended up being out for 12 hours. Wow. It wasn't until 6 o'clock last night that it came back on. And yeah. it, it was like all of a sudden, I yeah. felt like I was living on Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, you were in the middle of snow. I'm like, everything. what do I do? I I, I, I can't work because uh, that requires internet. Uh, I couldn't go turn on the TV. Because that requires internet. Mm. Um, I, I tried to hotspot my phone. At first, it worked for a little bit, and then there was no cell data, and oh, that wow. was out. And wow. I'm like, "Wow, I'm dead in the water." So, yeah, I uh, got some stuff done around the house. And how did we, you get the show to run yet uh, yesterday? I, fortunately, I had done it all the night before. Ah, oh, thank goodness. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. So it was it was ready to go. That was okay. no problem. But Saturday is my day when I I go and I, I do all of the. Um, the homeopathic things for the Patreon. Mm -hmm. I do it like all in one day. Okay. Um, and I, so I've got to do that this afternoon. Um, I had some other uh, work and stuff that I, that I was supposed to do yesterday. Wasn't able yeah. to get it done. So, you oh. know, stuff happens, but it was interesting to, to uh, see how important the internet has become in society. We, uh, my wife and I decided to go drive to some stores, you know, we're like, Hey, can't, you know, nothing's happening at home. Right. So we'll go do some shopping, stuff like that. Shores, stores were shut down because they couldn't do transactions. Wow. How um, dependent they are on internet, right? Yeah. A little yeah. bit of a free Literally. You know, cash only. Can't yeah. do credit cards, you know. Um, so, yeah. I mean, we have come, come to a point in society and, and the way that we do things that the internet is so just like ingrained in everything that we do that you shut so, that down and... Everybody's walking into walls. <laughs> you have the ability 
to use cash in such circumstances or if cash is not even functioning again gold backs silver dimes little things that you can trade again these are the considerations that uh you know just in the nature of nature there are times where things break down and then you repair and rebuild but how do you how do you survive those little glitches and hopefully there'll be little glitches not big glitches uh i uh was was shoveled a lot in the last few days i've gotten uh, really good at it although I think yesterday morning, if I'm not mistaken, it was a heavy, wet snow, one of those, mm-hmm. where it's like not the easy, fluffy, you know, airy-fairy kind of stuff. It was like, man, and I ended up injuring like the lat on the left side of my back, um, and I was like, oh, uh, that's going to leave a mark, uh, but I was able to recover in 24 hours. What did I do? Of course, Arnica, Ruta, Rust Tox, all those classic remedies you've been hearing about, hearing about. And of course, I do the cardio miracle and the the, uh, the super creatine, all these things to repair and build and all of that. And I was able to go this morning to the to the gym twenty four hours later, and it's I could feel it's a little bit lingering, but I didn't re injure myself. I didn't make it worse, and uh, I did fine. So again, part of elite, if we talk about health and fitness, the ability to recover fast. And you think about it at fifty, how old? I just, I thought yesterday I was double nickels. How old are you? No, that's me. Yes, I know. But you remember the year I was double nickels? I do. And I remember, yeah, because you just. I didn't want to say 55. You didn't want to say the number. Yeah. Right. So now 57 and heading to 58 next month. And I'm repairing faster than I remember. I mean, I don't want to get cocky or anything, but I'm just saying the body's ability to do things at these ages. And I think we even heard from uh, Dr. Uh, Michael Nels about this. He's talking about Alzheimer's. It's age-related, but it's not caused by age. All of this degradation and degeneration is due to toxic accumulation and a lack of the things to counter it, you know, vitamins, minerals, trace minerals, and things like that. And, uh, you know, Super D, I'm excited, you know, about what you're going through and changes you're experiencing. And when you're ready, we'll talk about it. But, you know, this is what I went through in my 20s when I decided to go organic and clean up the debris in my body from 24 years of just not good. And it's paying me off, you know, the dividends like you can't imagine. I guess you can because I tell you about it to your like, shut up already. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm trying to do it to inspire you or others to do that or, or even greater things. So. Yep, good times. Anyway, pretty cool. Good times. Speaking of presidential politics, did you see over the weekend, Rand Paul did something like like never Nikki, like Nikki Haley started trending? I did not, no. Because Nikki Haley is a, a warmongering neocon mm-hmm. in the Republican Party. She's more like a Democrat today. And the whether you like Vivek Ramaswamy, she, he's he's called her out, but others have as well on that. Ramaswamy, uh, there's, there's no way. I mean, the thing is, is just from what I've seen, I don't dwell on it too much because I just, mm-hmm. I just don't care. Mm-hmm. But uh, it just, it, there's nobody even close to 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 Trump. Uh, you know, on the GOP side, it's just, it's like where everybody's getting, oh my goodness, oh, I want to vote for this person, that person. You know, Nikki Haley has like twenty percent. You know, it's like. I mean that's that's a good showing. You you you'll get the you know participation trophy, <laughs> yeah. you know type thing. But it's like then nobody's even close. For so me, I, it, 
it, it, it makes me wonder if like they're they're running because they're it's almost like they're hoping that mm-hmm. Trump somehow gets nailed hard enough yeah. with these these things of like that that'll be like runner up will get the win or so I don't know. Well, it's a hedge against the possibility, I guess. And uh, uh, maybe it's self-aggrandizement. Maybe they're in it for ego. I don't know. I've enjoyed watching Ramaswamy respond to media. Yeah. I don't know how sincere he is. I just don't because I don't know the guy, but he's a smart guy. Dude, Dude if you're going to do, if you're going to vote for somebody or want to throw your, 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 you know, your vote mm-hmm. behind somebody just because they can razzle dazzle better than somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's like, is that really who you want to be president? I mean, yeah, yeah no, I mean, you can watch for me, it. It's, a, it's an engagement of, uh, let's say, ideas. I know, but that's not presidential. Yeah. That's not president. I mean, that's, that's, that's not, if I feel like in this country, it's almost like we have lowered the bar so much. Oh, that's for sure. That yeah. we're just like, oh, well, that guy said some really clever stuff and it was funny. Oh, mm-hmm. he should be president. It's like, come on. Really? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's just, that, that's, that's not, uh, that should not be the litmus test. Yeah. Um, where, where have we, where have we gone <laughs> in this country where, you know, that's all it takes. You know? All right. Can I admit I'm entertained by watching Ramaswamy? I am entertained by, by the yeah. process because I think yeah. it's all, uh, just a joke. Yeah. Uh, at this point, um, even if Trump got elected, I just, I'm so, I, I guess I'm jaded. I, I just, I, I don't, it's, I, I look at the, the, especially the current, uh, people that are running Ramaswamy's fake. Um, they're, they're all, the only person that comes across as being like somewhat real mm-hmm. is DeSantis. Yeah. When he talks, he's just like, he's just talking, you know, like right. a normal right. person, not the person that's got all the stuff memorized and they got the quick comebacks and the thing and they, they yeah. t- yell over each other and stuff. It you know. doesn't sell well on TV, does it? He hasn't done well. And I don't know. I don't know sp- really why. Um, he just, but he's the, he's the only person I've seen that really comes across as authentic. Mm-hmm. The rest of them are, are plastic. And it's just, I just, I don't know. And like I said, they're all running for second place at this point. So anyway. Yeah. All right. There's our presidential politics discussion. We went quickly through the Dallas Cowboys collapse. Green Bay Packers and their their uh, Packers and the 49ers next weekend. That'll Jordan be a good Love, game. dude, he's like become the next Aaron Rodgers for the Packers. Mm. Uh, for those of you who like football, it, uh, again, inconsequential in the big scheme of things, but hey, look, silly, lighthearted entertainment too. It's okay. Nope. It's part of every everybody's experience in humanity. You decide how you want to do that. But next week, yeah, your team, the, the Niners, are waiting for the Packers. That should be fun. Yep, it'll be a good team. Good game. All right. Uh, let's see here. Any other questions? Anything on Rumble? Anything we didn't cover today? Uh, microplastic for president, Stephen says. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Uh, you know, it's funny because, uh, I I have literally turned into, uh, uh, Dr. Arters. Yeah. Because I see stuff now and it's called microplastics. Uh, yeah. Well, well. It makes sense. You, it's mm-hmm. you know, if you can connect the dots, you can connect the dots. And I know artists loves to do that with Venom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look at the the situation that you that you opened up with about the ADHD. Yeah, and it's like the more I'm learning about this this situation, I learn a little bit every day because I'm. It's just it's kind of like in my brain now, mm-hmm. you know. And you take a look at at you know the the plastic exposure. You know, two two of the big the big uh, endocrine disruptors is BPA and phthalates mm-hmm. that you're getting from the plastics. 
you know? And so you, you expose a child uh, to those growing up and you got the BPA, which mimics estrogen. You've got the phthalates, which affects test testosterone. Uh, and you throw those out of whack. You've got a hormonal imbalance, right? And the, 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 the BPA is going to affect certain parts of the brain. It's going to deal with, you know, uh, attention and, and focus and things like that. The, Phthalates is going to screw up the testosterone, which is going to, you know, affect impulse control. Mm -hmm. And you put those things together, lack of attention, uh, you know, uh, inability to be able to focus and impulsiveness. What have you got? ADHD, you know? Yeah. And so it just makes sense that if you look at the timeline, they correlate, you know, started in the fifties, you've seen, seen this huge jump in ADHD. It used to be in kids. Now it's in adults and the prescriptions are going up, you know, it, it, you can connect the dots and it does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. See, I sound like I just like him, right? Mm. <laughs> Venom. So anyway, I condensed that down into a very small rant. You should thank me. I'm grateful for that. All right, you, you go, boy. Anyway, uh, I think I think that's it. It looks like we're all caught up. Okay. Oh, and the hormonal part with the trans uh, increase. Yes. Okay. You know what? Yes, that's a that's. Uh, another thing yep. that you can definitely, you know, the hormonal imbalance, yeah, right? Gender dis, dysphoria. A absolutely. hundred percent. hundred percent. You know, there's a, a, a just a, a really significant amount of scientific uh, evidence that BPA and phthalates, those two especially, mm -hmm. have just wreaked havoc <laughs> on people. And to what degree we don't know, and that's the thing is is they're they're doing the science, and there's 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 good science behind it, but it's not a hundred percent conclusive at this point. So you, you've got the you know obviously the the, the plastic people, mm -hmm. and I'm not referring to Nikki Haley and Ramaswamy. I mean the people that make the plastic, right? Yes. Uh, that it are going to push back on that because they're going to say, oh, it doesn't prove like that. Well. The scientific process, you know, putting a, a study like that together mm -hmm. takes a lot of money. And that lot of money has to come from somebody that wants that study to take place. And there's a lot of people that don't want those studies to take place. Mm -hmm. So someday, you know, when it's, you know, uh, when everybody's been affected to the point that, uh, you know, there's, there's, I know we've had some kind of strange evolution where you know the the population is made up of people with autism and and drag queens, yeah. <laughs> then maybe then maybe they'll do it. I don't know. Talk about the inability to procreate at that point. Um, yeah, it's messed up, dude. Yeah. It is, and we got a lot to to overcome to, to to correct it. But there are folks that are doing amazing things, and you know I'm looking at one or looking at your back. One guy that's doing it you and your wife to make a commitment that you've done to start the new year off quite differently in terms of your diet, uh, what goes into your body. And dude, we've been to get, hanging out so, for that many years. And I never actually said, Super Don, you got to do this. Never said my wife. We just, we just got in uh, uh, a whole bunch of aloe. I didn't get the Stockton aloe. Okay. Uh, but I got the, the aloe gel. Okay. From the inner filet yeah. of the, uh, of the aloe. Leave. Did you order it or did you get it locally? I ordered it. Yeah, okay. I, I ordered it. It's 99% organic uh, mm -hmm. uh, aloe gel. Yeah, it's that'll like, carry it. It's like Lily of the Desert, I think, is the, the brand. Yeah. Um, And got a big old 
a bottle of the the silver and so my wife is starting on the silver owl protocol she started last night okay and just to be a sport because i never did you know we've talked about this the silver owl protocol for you know as long as I, i've been working with you yeah and i was just like you know i just got to try this and see what this is like right you know i mean we talked about it forever and it was an interesting you know i was expecting it to um well let's just say that i've also been doing the can jest and that's like a mouthful of dirt mm-hmm um, and I was just kind of like, oh man, I don't know what to expect here. So there's no, really no comparison between the two. Cause really the flavor was not, it wasn't that bad. I mean, mm-hmm. it really was kind of just, yeah, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I did a shot of silver aloe protocol last night. Nice. And, um, yeah. So I don't know. I may stick with that for a little bit. Why not? Okay. Uh, just to do it. I haven't got the probiotics yet, but, um. Yeah. So yeah, we're doing some different things. It's kind of cool. Well, these are choices that you're making that are inspiring to me and hopefully to all of y'all out there. Some of you have done this before, but some of you have never had it and thought, <laughs> I hear RSB all the time talking about it. Super Don will never do it. And yet here he is uh, taking a big, big leap forward and making an investment in his health and his wife, the wife, his wife's health and in a way that we kind of know intellectually is important to do. Many of us do. Many of you do. The question is, do you, and what is it going to take? What is the thing that puts you over the top? You know, as you start witnessing things happen in your life and your body and your health and say, well, if we don't do this, then we know where that's going. It's not a mystery, but maybe we should try that other path. Maybe there's a different outcome for us. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. Got a new, uh, a a new thing in the mail. I, I, I think I talked about this briefly last week, but there's a product here called pluck now by the name you would think it has something to do with a chicken but it doesn't <laughs> right this is a product that uh diana of the night uh loyal loyal listener and patreon member mm-hmm. uh brought up because we were talking she had written in a question of the day asking about copper um and saying you know there's a period of time between when my my copper runs out and i'm able to get more in what could i do can i use a copper water bottle um and we talked about that and i mentioned that you know that there's food sources you know that you could use to supplement your your copper your copper your need for copper to keep your copper copper levels up up uh and then she wrote me an email she says thanks for that that you know all that information you guys had and Mm -hmm. she said it reminds me of this this thing this i need to eat some more of the pluck and i'm like what is that Hmm. And so she sent me a link and I was looking at it and I was reading it. And I was like, you know, that looks interesting. So I, uh, I ordered a, a, one of these here mm-hmm. and it's, I haven't used it yet, but it's a seasoning. And what they, they did is they took, uh, they took organ beef organs and ground it up and made it into a seasoning. They have like all these different flavors and stuff. And it's hundred percent organic, nice grass fed beef. All, all the, uh, all the ingredients are organic. Um, and so I'm going to try that out and, you know, I mean, organ meats ground up into a seasoning, uh, yeah. you know, it's basically you a supplement. More of minerals from it's going to, it's going to be something that's going to help. So I'm going to try this out. And if it doesn't taste terrible, hmm. it should um, taste good. I think, yeah. I think so. I'm, I'm thinking maybe we could, we could figure out a way to make this a part of the, uh, part of the show. Oh, look at this. What is this on Skype? Oh Anna. Uh, oh Anna. Yeah. Anna says pluck is great. I just got the garlic one. Put the original on my steaks daily. Well, there you go. Nice. There's an endorsement. All right. Yeah. 
Anna is our, our social media guru. Diana says, I like the zesty in tacos. Cool. All right. We, we may have a new thing we can get out to the world. That'd be helpful. All right. I like it. No, is Diana Case Meyer the same? That's a different Diana, I think, isn't it? Di different from Diana of the night? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. okay. We got two yeah. Dianas. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And Anna points out it's made with Redmond uh, real, real salt, salt as well. So, yeah. anyway, um, shoot. I look at every, everybody likes it. So, anyway, uh, what I'm thinking of doing is mm -hmm. I th I'm thinking maybe we could offer this to people because I, I uh, was, was, um, Let's set up a, an affiliate thing. Oh, I already did. Oh, and so th there is an ability, I believe, mm -hmm. I, I want to say it's a 20% off. Oh, so um, do we have a banner for them? To I haven't them? yet because I wanted okay. to try first and sure. I wanted to, I wanted to make sure. I'm feeling comfortable and confident. We don't sell, we don't, we don't, we don't advertise crap on this show. No. And so it's gotta be something that's, 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 that's legit. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to actually try it. I don't want to go, oh, hey, you should get this. I have no idea what it is, but. Right. You know, because that's not what it's about. So. You're making me hungry. Sorry. So, yeah, I'm going to use this on the next time we have some beef. I got to go to the butcher. Um, we're having wild-caught salmon tonight. Ooh, I want, I want. Yes. yes. <laughs> Sounds delicious. And I'll tell you, man, ever since we made this change, I've never eaten so many vegetables. I mean, it's been, geez, it's been like forever. Yeah. I'm a meat and potatoes guy. Always mm -hmm. have been. Yeah. And now it's just like a fill up a cookie sheet. You know, I mean, cookie sheet. Yeah. You know, just whatever. Last night it was uh, these these really good organic uh, rainbow carrots. Yeah. All the different colors. And Brussels sprouts, By which is way, another thing. Growing yeah, up, Oof, I hated yeah. Brussels sprouts. It was because my stepmom, she boiled them, right? Yuck, mm. you know. Uh, you roast those things? They're awesome. Oh, I love them, but my wife is was corrupted by her her father that said you had to eat all of them, and she ate them until she threw them up, and that uh, that made that ruined Brussels sprouts for her. So, but I like them. Uh, also, uh, over the weekend, and you know this, but we didn't say it on there. Um, you had finally, you remember how long it took for you to send the 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 pickles? I was so excited about because you had all those cucumbers, and your wife has a nice recipe for pickles, and I am out of sight, out of mind. My wife puts them in the fridge. Mm. And I just like, oh my gosh, look what's here. Yeah. And I, I opened it up over the weekend and man. Did you eat them all? Oh, uh, no, I still got more. I'm, I oh, savor okay. these things. I, I like that a little bit. I like to continue on. So they're great. And I told your wife, I said, they're just delicious, wonderful recipe. And my son came over. He loved them too. So oh, good. Uh, it was really good. Yeah. And they, I have to say thank you. Sorry, it took of me so course. long to get to them. But it was well, delicious. I'm sorry it took me so long to send them. It took me yeah. like three months to send them to you. But. So I blame you. It set the pattern up of forgetting. Oh, so. okay. Right. No, but it was delicious. So anyway, good stuff. Yeah. So Diana likes uh, what were a lot of food talk today. Sweet taters, then drizzle a little balsamic on them. Yeah. Oh, yep, yeah, we did. The night before that, we did, um, we got a, uh, it was a sweet potato. Mm -hmm. Cut that up. And tonight, uh, I've got a yellow beet uh, that we're going to chop up and and mm -hmm. uh, and some more Brussels sprouts. So Nice. So lots of vegetables. All right. I got to go eat. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's fun. Mm. It's fun figuring it out. And then I've got my, my organic uh, Guayaquil yerba mate drink there in the can mm -hmm. 
You just, I don't know who you it's are. It's a cool anymore. experience. Uh, yeah, it's, I'm enjoying it. Ah, that's great. Learning, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's hit the road, Jack. I'm going to. Yeah. All right. We'll Sounds see good. Y'all back here, God willing, less than 22 hours from now with more of the Robert Scott Bell Show. New guests, new uh, uh, topics or old topics with a new slant, whatever. Just keep coming back and keep sharing the show. And join us on our patron uh, AMA, Zoom. It's the 24th of January, a Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. And uh, we'll have a lot of great stuff, a lot of gifts that we give away. And you got to win the trivia, but you can do it. And uh, that's, uh, for me, a lot of fun to be able to do that, too. Yes, sir. All and right. All well, thanks. the homeopathic hits. And now the Detox Dialogues, available in video format at the Patreon page. So. And who knows what's coming up next? What can I convince Robert to do next? Yeah, I know. Dude. Will he do it? He's I don't persuasive. Know. He is persuasive. We'll make it happen. All right, yeah. guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. See you we'll tomorrow. See you tomorrow.